Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talk Recorded live. Let's hit it. All right. Right, turn it up a little bit. We yeah, turn it up a little. It. Yeah, we can't hear it too. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. There we go. Dan, you there? Yes. All right, my cousin's on too, guys, so we're going to start with him too. Okay. All right, kill Greg. Day, day. Yeah, we're getting ready. We're on right now. We're ready to start. All right, I'm here. I'm on my way to pick my up, so. All right, no problem. You can talk to us while we're ready. Okay, you got it, Greg? Killed? Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was a little purple rain and how fitting it was, however, to play this tune on episode number 40 of Raw Radio, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID number one three eight seven four four pound and the number one, you can talk to us this afternoon. We are celebrating a bittersweet episode number 40 is Gregory Kramer, the big diesel that was playing Prince Rogers Nelson, the great Prince Rogers Nelson, I should say, who last week we suddenly lost too soon at the age of 57, a true genius in every sense of the word and one of his greatest hits on the 80s, Purple Rain, if you will, from 1984. I am your host, the Iceman, and with me today is the Big Three panel. Let's introduce him first from Virginia. First off, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, how are you doing today? Uh, it's a pleasure being here. It's nice, and it feels like summer. It definitely does, no question about it. John, it is a warm afternoon here all throughout the East Coast, and of course over in Philadelphia, the man who supplied the music here to start out the show today, the Big Diesel himself, Gregory Kramer. Greg, how are you doing? We're doing great, and of course, joining us on the call now, right now, ladies and gentlemen, is my cousin, the franchise from Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen. Let's bring him back into the show, ladies and gentlemen. He's been not absent for a while, but he's back with us this afternoon. The one and only franchise, Dan DiGirolamo. Dan, how are you today? I couldn't be better. How can I miss the 40th episode? Well, we glad you didn't miss it, Howard, because we got quite a bit to talk about, and as you know, we got a lot to dive into. So let's begin. As we said, Howard Prince was not the only person we lost this week, Howard. Another person we lost this week, of course, as we start out the show this afternoon, is the ninth wonder of the world, China. Yes, folks, better known to you people as Joni Lauer, who last Thursday, Howard, was found in her California home at the age of 45. There is still reports about how she died in when it happened, however, we heard early reports say, however, that she had some health problems. Other people are saying she's had some personal demons to battle with, and, of course, it caught up with her. A lot to talk about, just like Prince, however, but as we said, we're going to find out more in the weeks to come. We'll start off with you, Dan. First, your thoughts about the latest news about China. 
Well, well, clearly she, whether she had health problems or not, clearly she definitely had some demons. Uh, reports that the family wants to donate her brain to science, I think that that's a brilliant idea. Uh, then maybe we can figure out a way to, to, you know, help people who have addiction problems. Yes, I would agree there. I would definitely agree there. Uh, Sean, your thoughts about uh, what Dan said in uh, the latest new developments on China? I definitely agree with you, Dan, on that one. I mean, yeah, families are very upset what happened over China. Um, I was very shocked, too, when I heard the news, but all of a sudden I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, I think we all knew it was coming. We just didn't know it was going to be this sudden and this soon. I mean, we've lost a lot of legends this year. I mean, David Bowie, Glenn Frey. Um, who else have we lost? I mean, we lost us lost princes. We said Natalie Cole earlier this year. Certainly, a lot has happened in the early part of 2016, to say the least. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the new developments on China? Oh uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. And her family, uh, like her brain and stuff. You may never know mm-hmm. what she was taking, but I, I think it's a good idea. Yes. Well, we're definitely going to keep our eyes peeled on both of these stories. And uh, as you know, the autopsy has not been released from either one yet, but they are going to continue to investigate both of these stories about Prince and China in the coming weeks. And, of course, we will keep you up to date here at the news desk if we hear any new developments coming out of that prior to that. Another story we're following, guys, of course, what happened a few days ago also on Thursday, Howard, and it was Thursday night, Howard, that the shocker came, Howard. Samoa Joe, yes, the Samoan submission machine himself, formerly of TNA, Samoa Joe, stopped the reign of Finn Balor, the demon, if you will, and became the new NXT world champion. Uh, John, your thoughts about the new developments of Samoa Joe becoming the new NXT champion? I was not very, I was very surprised to see Samoa Joe win, take that championship out. It was a huge, huge upset. I really thought Sam Balor was going to hold his own, but all of a sudden, he just couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have been talking about what is next with Finn Balor. We're going to get into that in just a second. Dan, your thoughts about the upset that Finn Balor uh, finally lost his title to Samoa Joe? I, I think that it, that's clearly a move to bring him to, to the big show, to uh, to the WWE. Yeah. Uh, I mean, why else would you do it? Samoa Joe already has his name. He already has his legacy. Uh, you don't really need to promote Samoa Joe. Yes. But, you know, I, I think that's a move to... Uh, to create room on the roster and bring him to the big show. Yes, and we could see that as early as this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Raw's in Hartford, Connecticut tonight. They are going to be in Manchester, New Hampshire uh, tomorrow night at the Verizon Wireless Ring. And this weekend, they hit the Midwest once again in Chicago, Casey, and St. Louis starting on uh, Sunday, if you will. And we'll talk more about that in just a few minutes. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about Finn Balor dropping the title, and could we see Finn Balor make his debut as early as tonight or this next weekend on the roster of the WWE? Uh, yeah, uh, he looks really good. He's, I heard he's a great wrestler, and I, I give him the best of luck. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Finn Bauer as well as all of us, Howard, and I think we're going to have a good time seeing what kind of, uh, legacy and what kind of uh, splash he's going to make this coming week, however, if he decides to make his WWE debut, as he's been doing very well down there in the NXT ranks the past year, year and a half. Speaking of WWE, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, however, as a result, however, we heard earlier today the Dr. Thugonomics. Yes, folks, John Cena is making his return. We just heard this a little while ago. He is going to be making his return on Memorial Day. Yes, folks, Memorial Day in Green Bay, Wisconsin, Titletown, USA, after five months, if you will, and as a result, 
however, we are going to see him return on Memorial Day. Uh, John, your thoughts about the return of John Cena? Yeah, I just read this, saw this now on Cage Side Seats while I was getting ready to get the histories and birthdays in. Yes. And uh, who do you think we'll see John Cena take on upon his first match? I can see him in AJ Styles, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Dan, your thoughts about the return of John Cena after a five-month layoff? I mean, John Cena is a legend. You know, it's always great to have back some of your best talents. Uh, he's he's one of the biggest draws, and I'm sure that it it'll you know spike ratings. Uh, who do you see him matching up with? I I would love to see mm-hmm. him go back at it with Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens has built himself up at this point, and I think that he's ready to that step. You know, we we all know that he fought him before. Mm-hmm. But I think now now he's actually in the class of John Cena. Oh, no question. I would agree. I would agree 100% with you on that. No question about it. Greg, your thoughts about the return of John Cena coming up on Memorial Day? I'm looking forward to it. We, we, need, we need him back because it's not the same with Adam I roll. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm used to hearing his music now. I'm looking forward to it. I think we all are. Not only that, however, another guy we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, who could be making his splashes early next week, however, and possibly a week from tonight, is the Viper Randy Orton. Although he is still on the DL, he says he might come back a few months early. Seth Rollins is not far behind either. We know Cesaro's back, and of course we'll talk about Cesaro here in just a little bit. Uh, let's talk about what else is going on in the Newswire today. Of course, a lot of football news going on today. First off, of course, the big news, of course, earlier this afternoon, Tom Brady found out his four-game suspension has been upheld, and as a result, he will be missing the first month of the regular season this year and will not be playing whatsoever. Dan, your thoughts about Tom Terrific uh, sitting the bench for the first month of the season? I think it's complete bullshit. Roger Goodell has an agenda against the Patriots. The Patriots embarrassed him, and so now he's taking it out on Tom Brady. Giselle doesn't deserve this. Giselle Mm. doesn't want him at home. Giselle wants me to be at home with her. Yes. Yeah, I I think a lot of people would have to agree. Some would disagree on that one. Uh, John, your thoughts about Tom Terrific saying out the first month of the season? Uh, I really don't understand why they let him do that, but, you know, it's kind of crazy that he did it. Yeah, no question about it. Speaking of terrific, however, we want to give a shout-out to our good friend, the last kicker, Amory Reckenbach, who is in the chat box right now. And hi, how you doing today? We're uh, glad you came on the show here today. Of course, you got Dan, you got John, you got myself, and you got Gregory here today. And who knows who else will be uh, joining us this afternoon. It should be a wild and fun show here on episode number 40. Uh, Greg, let's get your thoughts about Tom Brady missing the first month of the year. What do you think of this whole development? Uh, honestly, I didn't really follow it. I mean, just first I'm here, so... Uh, I don't know. Do you think he deserved a month's suspension, or do you think he only wanted to miss a few games? Uh, that's kind of hard, so I didn't really hear about it, so I have to say no. Mm-hmm. Well, some people, would again, some people agree, some people will disagree on this thought, but uh, again, as Dan said, how Roger Goodell seems like he has an agenda out for him and Bob Kraft, how, even though he will miss the first month of the regular season. Speaking of another guy who's mm-hmm. in the hot water today, it is... To come to my attention, down in Dallas, we got the latest news on Johnny Manziel. Of course, he was supposed to be arraigned by the DA this morning sometime in Dallas. We haven't heard any developments as of this afternoon yet about that, but I imagine it's just a matter of time. We've talked about Johnny football before in the past here on the show. Uh, John, we'll start with you this time. Your thoughts about the new developments of Mr. Johnny Manziel? 
I say, I say, good luck to him on that. I hope he doesn't mess himself up like he did. Yeah, but we know his agents have left him in the past, including Drew Rosenhouse last weekend, uh, who uh, basically told him to get clean and sober, however, if he wants to represent him, however. And it seems like right now Johnny Football's career is heading down the crapper, if you know what I mean. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about Johnny Manziel? Uh, what happened, old he was supposed to be arraigned by the DA today after that little assault case he had back in January for his girlfriend. We threw her out of the car and uh, supposedly beat her up, and now they're filing assault and battery charges against him. Yeah, I would press charges on him, so uh, if he did that to me, then I have to agree with him did that. Would we say, uh, and I've and I've asked you guys this question before, and I'll ask you point blank, do you think his football career is in serious jeopardy at this point? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, certainly. Dan, uh, let's get your take on Johnny Football. What's the latest that you uh, have to say about Mr. Manziel? He, he's a spoiled brat. He, he comes from, from rich parents. He's never had to work a day in his life. He's been handed everything to him, and now that, that his life is spinning out of control, he can't handle it. And, and, it's, and it's tough breaks, kiddo. His football <laughs> career is over. When, yes. when you can't even have an agent, an yeah. agent who all they have to do is represent you and get you a contract and they make money, no football team wants them. That's why no agent wants them. Yeah. It's, he is in serious jeopardy of, of, you know, Drew Rosenhaus came out and said he's in serious jeopardy of not just losing his football career, losing his life. Yeah. Uh, I, I would expect him to spend some time in jail, and hopefully his father, who mm-hmm. has the money in the family, is, is smart enough to say, hey, hey, Sorry, Buckaroo. Yeah. Time yeah. for you to make it on your own. Yeah, no question. No question. And, of course, this week is the NFL draft. We're going to see what happens, of course, uh, at the draft this week. But you bring up a very, very good point, Howard. And who knows what's going to happen with Manziel. It was just a few years ago he was uh, chosen number 22 overall by the Cleveland Browns. And since then, it seems like he's beyond 22. He's gone way, way, way down in the then somehow, sinking hard into the Lake Erie waters of Cleveland, if you will. And uh, also be, down there, Lone Source State. What, what's that? I don't mean to interrupt you, J.D., but I'll be honest, if, if the Cleveland Browns, drafted me, I'd have a drug problem, too. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people would have problems with what's been going on up in Cleveland the past 10 or 15 years, the way that uh, system's run. Even though Jimmy Hassan was trying to change their fortunes out of their draft number 8 this week, uh, I don't expect them to get a quarterback this year. I hope to God they don't. They don't pull one out of their rabbit, as they made a big swap with the Eagles, of course, uh, Gregory's team this past week out for the 2-8 and eight spot. I expect them to go after a lineman maybe this week, like a Joey Bosa, maybe, or a Miles Jack out of UCLA. We'll have to wait and see. The Eagles, on the other hand, I I think they're going to go after a quarterback, and that leads us to our third story of the day before we get into dates and uh, birthdays today. Uh, Philadelphia is the location we're going to this time in your neck of the woods, Greg. Sam Bradford found himself on the outs today. He told the Eagles flat out he wants out of there in the worst way possible, and he is not staying. Your thoughts about him leaving Philadelphia? Uh, Wow, I'm really uh, shocked. I think he was a good player. Uh, So, yeah, I'm really shocked. Well, I expect him to go after Carson Warrens, however, probably one of the best quarterbacks in the draft, 6'5", 230 this week, 22 years old from North Dakota State. The kid has a cannon for an arm. He could be maybe the first decent quarterback they've had maybe since the days of the 60s with Norm Van Brocklin. I mean, the last time they had a real good solid quarterback before that was Donovan McNabb and Randall Cunningham, but since then, it seems like they haven't uh, 
Don't sound racial here, but a solid white uh, quarterback since the days of Norm Van Brocklin. I mean, this kid has a really, really good arm and has a good upbeat attitude. Hopefully the Eagles can uh, draft this kid and uh, maybe he can change their fortune. John, your thoughts about the Eagles maybe going after Carson Wentz and also getting rid of Sam Bradford today? The Eagles going for Sam Bradford, uh, I'd take a good chance on that if I was the Eagles. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, they spent some money this past winter, of course, trying to get Bradford as their starting quarterback, and now he wants out of there, apparently. So I just think it's it's become a very ugly mess the last years. Jeffrey Lurie and that ownership is just becoming more more of a sorry-ass joke. I mean, they give it to Chip Kelly, however, and they bring another guy, and they think he's the right answer. Well, let's see what they do when they play the Redskins, the Giants, and Dallas later on this season. Let's see how they handle themselves in that division. Uh, Dan, your thoughts about Sammy Bradford being gone and Carson Wentz maybe being the successor there? Uh, well, well, Sam Bradford stinks. The yeah. Eagles stink. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. That's a backup quarterback asking to be traded. Who cares? Yeah, certainly. Put your crying, Sam, just because you're not as good as you thought you were. <laughs> NFL is different from college. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people would agree to that. I would agree with that, certainly. And, of course, uh, we'll definitely uh, monitor this throughout the week. Of course, the NFL draft is coming up Thursday night in Chicago on ESPN beginning at 8 o'clock. Uh, Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, Chris Fowler, and the rest of the ESPN crew, including Boomer Berman, of course, and uh, John Chucky Gruen will be there as well. The NFL Network, of course, will have their draft coverage, too, at 8 o'clock. So it's going to be three days of uh, the spring college progress. Some people will be wondering what teams are going to stock and which ones are going to trade throughout the weekend, however. So it's going to be a very busy weekend in Chicago, which we'll talk about how busy it is in just a few minutes. But John now has some birthdays and dates, however, from the last two days. Since we did Saturday, John, you have to worry about Saturday. Let's go to you right now with our dates in history from yesterday and today, as well as birthdays. And please share with us today those dates, please. Come on. All right. 37 years ago in Greensboro, North Carolina, Paul Jones and Ricky Steamboat defeated the Mass Superstar and Ken Patera to win to win the vacated NWA Tag Team Championship. All right. And Sting and Lex Luger beat Tony Blanchard and Arn Anderson to win the Jim Crockett Memorial Cup Tournament. Yes. Uh, and in 1990, Mr. Perks beat Tito Santana to win the vacated... Uh, John, before we go, however, we got to... Another caller on the line, ladies and gentlemen, is our good friend Roddy K. Roddy K, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm a quick party here. I know, it's becoming quite the party. Roddy K, how are you doing today? Hey, I just heard you talking about uh, Sam Bradford. I'm here in Oklahoma. I got the OSU Oklahoma shirt on. Okay, we were talking a little football. Yeah, please, uh, wait, if you could, real quick, uh, weigh in with uh, your thoughts about that, please. Hey, hey, hey speaking of he, Oklahoma. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think this calls for a good song for Roddy K. All right. And wait a minute, hold on. We got another surprise here before you do that, John. We got another and surprise. The party just continues. <laughs> the party continues. And now is our good friend, the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, joining us back on the line for the first time in weeks. Kendrick, how you are you today? You still got it. <laughs> Kendrick, how are you today, my man? I'm good. Just laying in bed. All right, well, you got Roddy K, you got John, you got myself, you got Gregory, and you got my cousin Dan here, and it is becoming quite the party here on episode 42. We got a lot, we're talking about a lot today. Uh, John, hold off on the music for a few minutes. We were talking uh, at the start of the show, guys, and I'm going to get your two opinions, both you and uh, Kendrick there, Roddy, about the developments of uh, China. What is your uh, take about the whole China matter, please? China matter? She had a, apparently 
had a drug issue. She she couldn't battle those conquer those demons. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And then of course, uh we also mentioned about the Finn Balor Samoa Joe thing. Samoa Joe becoming the new NXT champion, possibly Finn Balor on his way up to the roster as early as maybe could be tonight, maybe on Raw or later this week. Uh your thoughts about that. My thoughts about Finn Finn Balor? Yes, does he make a splash in the roster like tonight or this week and Samoa Joe becoming the new NXT champion? Your thoughts? Oh, it's pretty good. He he, he needs a break. Make way for Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And there's been talk about Conor McGregor maybe coming up to pro wrestling, possibly, although he just tweeted out he might be back on the part of UFC 200. Uh, Kendrick, let me get your take. Uh, your thoughts about the latest developments involving China. What was your reaction when you heard about China? Um, I was actually upset about it. I actually wanted her to make some kind of a surprise return, like, you know, in the near future or something like that. But, I mean... Like you said, she was dealing with drugs, and I do think that was probably the only thing that kept her out of the active roster and the Hall of Fame. Well, I'll... Yeah, it is. It really is. And I was going to ask something about the Hall of Fame, which I will in just a second. I want to get a one-word answer from everyone on that. Uh, your thoughts about Samoa Joe becoming the new NXT World Champion, uh, beating Finn Bauer? Do we see Finn Bauer on his way up to the roster, maybe as early as tonight or this weekend, maybe in Chicago? What's your take on it? Yeah, actually, um, I mean, I was upset that he lost the, you know, the lost the title. However, I do think that with that with that door closing, I think it opens the door for him to, you know, to make it to the active roster. I was telling John the other night that uh, I'm actually a huge fan of Finn Balor. I like the gimmick he brings to the to the table. Like he he has a unique gimmick that that I think that the WWE should get back to because a lot of the gimmicks are the same. But I like, I like the whole the demon attire and all that. I, I love that in Finn Balor. I think that's what makes him stand out from like the rest of them. Like there's probably in my opinion, he hasn't even made it to the active, the main roster yet. But I think that if he does, he would probably have may he have the top five best entrance you know, of all. Oh, I, I, I would agree. Yes, I would. I would definitely agree. And speaking of Hall of Fame, let me get a one word answer from everyone on this real quick. And Roddy K just brought up the Hall of Fame. Uh, we talked about Chinese demons and her uh, thing, and whatnot. Uh, we talked about a little bit last week on Revolution. Somewhat, Chad, Gerard, myself, John, you were in the chat box. Great. I think you came on one night, and so did MLD. However, uh, for a brief time, we want to get a one word answer from everyone on this question. Does China make it to the Hall of Fame? And if so, is it next year? Dan, we'll start with you. Uh, yes, but not next year. I think that they wait for the autopsy. I think they wait to see what happens with, uh, like I said, with the family donating the brain to science. I think if that happens, then I think that that they will celebrate her life. Okay. Roddy K., what about you? I think as long as she didn't go out like sadly Chris Benoit did, where he was still uh, under the name that WWE gave, gave him, yeah. that she will protect that record and that she could be inducted. As long as she protects the name. If she was operating under China as a mm. WWE character, it would totally ruin it. Yeah. Uh, Greg, what about you? Um, yeah, give her a shot for the whole thing. She didn't really do nothing wrong. Maybe I don't know, but yeah. But I'm doing nothing wrong. But uh, give her a shot. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Maybe, maybe not next year, but year Mm-hmm. I, I can hear what you're saying. Uh, Kendrick, what about you? I'm gonna say yes, and possibly not next year. Like I said, like uh, like they said earlier, it depends on the autopsy whether they're gonna expunge her from, or I'm sorry, whether they're gonna clean her off the WWE history, or you know, it depends on what what cause of death was, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but like, Can she'll, I add? Definitely make, she'll definitely make it to the Hall of Fame because usually when superstars die, you know, people are more sympathetic towards you know them as opposed to what they were when they're living, so they're more than likely gonna. 
Yeah, Roddy, so, you were about to say something. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, I wanted to do a PS on that. It, it looked like all her career, she just wanted to be accepted, and uh, the WWE really helped her. They accepted her as who she was. You know, she didn't have to play a tomboy, and, and she had her heart broken, I think, with Triple H. I don't know what the reasons were, but, uh, yeah, she she went into a depressed state now. She, I mean, no one was accepting her for who she was. Well, let me answer the question. I think you're, you're right, Roddy, and I think everyone will agree here. I think it was part of that, but I also think it was because of the other things she had outside of Triple H. After Triple H got settled down with Stephanie and they ended up being married, having a family, she also thought how she found love in the form of Sean Waltman, and that kind of backfired as we saw in the reality show, The Surreal Life, and of course the other uh, court battles they had, uh, both inside and outside of wrestling with each other. I just think uh, she died of a broken heart, personally. I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah, uh, Sean Waltman's a curse on, on that thing. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah like, yeah, that, I guess so they're more sympathetic towards death. Like, honestly, John Morris dying, he'd probably get inducted into the Hall of Fame eventually. Mm-hmm. John, let's get your take about China in the Hall of Fame. Will we ever see her, and, and if so, when? I have to counteract, I have to counteract Roddy, Roddy here on mm-hmm. this. I mean, yes, China did have her heart broken by Triple H, and suddenly, and that's what I think what happened. I mean, China, China lost. Triple H, and uh-huh. she knew, and she said, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna get back in revenge for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw your best friend Sean Waltman right now." Uh-huh. So, well, I'm tired of hearing that that she had her heart broken. People have their hearts broken every day. They don't all turn to drugs. You know, yeah. it, she had a disease, and I'm sorry. She couldn't control it, you know? Yeah, I, I've said that, too. I've said that, too, Dan. And I, I, I disagree with you, John, because I agree with Dan in this case, because even though he is related to me, I'm not saying that as a favor, though, but I think he's right. A lot of people every day have their heart broken, whether, and sometimes they can't battle the demons, and she could not do that, even outside of she said for a long time, oh, I'm getting clean and sober. Then if you're clean and sober, how come you're turning to adult entertainment? I mean, did you need all that money after you blew yourself through wrestling, however, and basically didn't find a job? Is that how you want to uh, supply yourself next? I mean, come on. That's plain and simple. Everyone knows that. Right. I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, guys, in the next few weeks, we're going to find out more. Sure, in the coming days and the weeks, we'll find out what can happened I, to China. Can I, can I finish up that football uh, topic here right quick? Yeah, real quick. Go ahead, Ronnie. Yeah, I'm listening. I, I think, I think you're seeing some great athletes, some great quarterbacks, but I, th- I think the great quarterbacks are coming from college, like Oklahoma and OSU and others. Yes. But they don't ha- they don't longer have the team to recognize their greatness now. I think the quarterbacks are great, mm-hmm. but what you're going to see, like the WWE, is mm-hmm. when the older people, the ones people really enjoyed, like the the Sam, uh, not Sam Bradford, but the Anyway, the Bradys and the, uh, the Peyton Mannings go. Yes. I think you're going to see a huge ratings drop over the next ten years with the uh, NFL. I would ha- I would have to agree. I think it's because, and you know why, and this is strictly me saying this, and I think you guys might agree to disagree. You bring up a good point, right? I think a lot of these games are being played on holidays, like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Thanksgiving, and, I mean, New Year's Day. I mean, look at this year. The Steelers, my hometown team, are playing on all three do- of those days. Yes, it's big rain for NBC on Thanksgiving night. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But on Christmas Day, when you want to be with your family and friends, however, and all your relatives, how you're playing on Christmas Day, I mean, unless you're uh, really wanting to uh, – have a party the night before Christmas Eve and get up early and open presents and go to Mass and then go to the football game and have a Christmas dinner afterward, fine, so be it. But I think it's ludicrous that you're playing on Christmas Day and the cold weather doesn't help any at all unless you have a nice warm day to play football however, somewhere south like in Florida or Atlanta or whatever. And then, of course, look at New Year's Day. Same thing. 
Same thing. JD, JD, Maya said she wouldn't miss you if you missed Christmas. <laughs> Tell her thanks. That's my cousin Maya DiGiromo, by the way. And plus, when you watch Sam, Sam Bradford, when he yeah. first entered, he was throwing the ball perfectly, but he didn't have anybody to catch it. And he only started getting good when when he matched up with someone who could start catching it, you know, a receiver. So so they've got good quarterbacks. They just don't have the receivers. Well, Sam Bradford, I'll say this real quick, and this is totally off the subject before we get back into the wrestling days. So I'm going to finish this off real quick before we get back to wrestling dates and birthdays. Um, Sam Bradford, when he came out, Roddy, I think was one of the most unique quarterbacks. And had he not injured his leg early on, however, in Oklahoma in the last year or so, he would have been a Heisman Trophy candidate. That was about the same time him and Vince Young were neck and neck with each other. I think Vince Young, and I, I know I'm biased in saying this, and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but you know, I think Vince Young had a little bit of an edge over Bradford in college. I really do, because I think Bradford could... I mean, yeah, he had a nice arm. He had some good players there. But Vince Young, however, he was sort of like the Michael Vick of his time. He could run and throw at the same time with the speed. And yes, he will go down as one of the probably biggest bust ever in the NFL, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that to be truthful because the Tennessee Titans took him at three that year in the draft hour, and they thought, oh, after the USC game, he'll be a great NFL prospect. Well, he started out good, but then, of course, he blew through his money, and look where he's at now. Bradford, he hasn't been able to stay healthy, and even when he can stay healthy with the teams he's with, whether it's St. Louis or Philadelphia, however, he just seems to not be mobile. You know, he doesn't, I mean, to the ball, don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, however, he just didn't have enough to possess him to become a solid, decent NFL starter, if you ask me. That's just my opinion. Um, we're off the subject about this right now, so let's get back into dates and uh, birthdays now from John. John, please continue. All right. As I was saying, 1990, Mr. Perfect beat Tina Santana to win the vacated WWE Intercontinental Championship. The title was vacated when the Ultimate Warrior won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 6. Yes. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see what else. Oh, Donald 2000. Trump that one. What's that, Dan? That was Donald Trump's favorite match in WrestleMania 6. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. 2007 in London, Shawn Michaels and John Cena fought over an hour in London, England. Went nearly an hour. Yes. It was Shawn Michaels that got the win. Mm-hmm. And in Detroit, Nikki Bella beat Beth Phoenix to win the WWE Divas title. Okay. We had a birthday last Saturday. And uh, please inform us who that was, please. All right. Well, I'm gonna do some. Well, I'm gonna do something for a second. All right. All right. And while John's yes. doing that, we did indeed have a birthday. Yes. <laughs> yes, folks. It is the man himself, John Cena, that John is referring to, of course. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he, of course, is returning on Memorial Day. And uh, let me get your uh, take about him returning on Memorial Day. Uh, Kendrick, we'll start with you, however. Your thoughts. Kendrick. Kendrick, are you with us still? Hi. Okay, I think Kendrick might have had to step out unless he, he'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, we'll check back with him. Okay. Roddy, let's uh, get your opinion about Kendrick Johnson. Has, I think Kendrick said he was back. Okay. Yeah, what's up? 
Oh, okay, Kendrick, you're back. Okay, we were just talking about John Cena's return on Memorial Day. What is your take about John Cena's big return coming up on Memorial Day? Uh, I'm actually pretty excited because, like, usually when he comes back from injury, he rushes it a lot, so like, you you don't you don't have time to miss him. But now, actually, it's been a minute, so I, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I'm missing out a little bit. I don't expect him to go parading around and getting pushed, getting, you know, as big a push as they've been trying to push the younger guys. But I do think that that is. I think that he's done just about everything there is to do in his career, you know, but I think if they were to push him as a heel, I think that could actually bring the fire back to John Cena. And they, I think they could ride John Cena a little bit longer and keep the rate, you know, and make the ratings go up. They, they push him as a heel. So I'm actually pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. Who do you think uh, he will take on in his first match back, do you feel? Um, if I was going on a limb, I would try. I would say that he, they would probably use him to go against uh, what's this, this new group with Luke Gallows and uh, I forgot the name of the group. The Bull Club, the Balor Club. Yeah, I think that they they they're pretty good about putting him up against uh teams and trying to get them to. They, they did it with the Wyatt, they did it with the Shield at one point. So it's only it's only natural if they do it if they push him with the uh, with Luke Gallows and plus him and Luke Gallows. I think they have a limited history, but if they do put him with uh, put him with Luke Gallows and his partner, I think uh-huh. that it could get it could it could put a big push behind them. So I mean I think that they could use him to develop younger superstars such as Luke Gallows and his teammate. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And they have been talking about the Balor Club taking on maybe the Shield at SummerSlam. We'll have to wait and see how that uh, all unfolds however in time. Uh Roddy, let's get your take of John Cena's big return and where do they go from here? Well, he's the new Hulk Hogan, the new patriotic symbolism that WWE has for their yeah. military. So yeah. I would say if he returns, it's to it's to be in honor of the, you know, the military, and it would probably be against someone who is uh, like the League of Nations or someone who's not American. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. Well, like I said, we're going to find out, guys. I mean, he comes back at the end of May, however, in Green Bay, of course, on Memorial Day. And uh, we have not seen him, of course, since WrestleMania. But overall, as far as in-ring ability goes, how he has not been cleared to fight, however, since October. So uh, we're definitely going to have to wait and see how he looks upon his return, of course. Uh, we'll definitely be watching very carefully. Uh, John, please continue now. All right. We're going to go on to Saturday, April 24. Okay. Hulk Hogan was officially stripped of the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. This came from the announcement from AWA President Stanley Blackburn comes five days after a match in yes. which Hogan used an illegal object on Bockwinkle to win the title. Yes. This came moments after Bockwinkle's manager, Bobby Heenan, hit Hogan with that same object. Yes. All right. 1987. Ken Patera returned to the W. WWE after serving hard times in prison, two years for breaking the window of a McDonald's and assault on a police officer. In his first match match, he took on Hercules. Yes. Who's barking in there? Well, it's just I think Dan's driving and he's talking to us at the same time. However, believe it or not, however, but took yeah. It. All right. All right. 1994 at WCW Saturday Night Tape, and Ric Flair beat Ricky Steamboat to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. The championship was held up due to a double pin at Spring Stampede, and this yes. would be the last match between the two longtime rivals. Yes. 2000, DDP defeated Jeff Jarrett in a steel cage match. 
to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, but yes. but there was a shock in the WWE as well on yes. that same night. Okay. Does anyone still remember the 24-7 hardcore title? And if so, raise your hand say yes. Yep. Anyone else? Oh, yeah. Anyone Hendrick? else? Roddy? Oh, there. Okay. Go on, John. All right. Matt Hardy beat Chris Holly to win the hardcore championship. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, this show was the final in 2015. They presented lockdown, and this show was the final event for Chris Candido. Candido suffered a dislocated ankle, broken tibia, and broken fibula after taking a drop kick and landing on his leg awkwardly. Ooh. Two days later, he had an operation on his ankle. A plate, screws, and pins were placed in his ankle. Yes. But three days after the surgery. Candido collapsed and was rushed to a hospital where he was pronounced dead a short time later. This yes. was due to a blood clot from the surgery. Yes. And he was he was a very unique wrestler. I mean, a lot of people remember back in the 90s when he teamed up with Dr. Tom Pritchard and formed the body dons of Skip and Zip. I mean, they didn't get a lot of love, however, obviously, of course. But they were a very unique team, if you remember, however. And, of course, they were managed by Candido's uh, somewhat troubled girlfriend and love interest, uh, the artist formerly known as, let's just say, Sonny, a.k.a. Tammy Lynn Sitch. Today we would have celebrated 100th birthday of Lou Fett. Wow. Happy birthday to a great champion indeed. No question about it. All right. And now we're going to go on to April 25th. Which is today. Which is, yes. Which is, you're right, J.D., today. Uh, All right. (laughs) Dan, what was was that for, Dan? Dan's with my cousin Maya. I think something's, uh, maybe my my cousin Maya might say something to him. Because I told... uh, That wasn't me. Oh. Well, I told... uh, my uh, sister Paige, that my cousin Paige, Kendrick. Oh, it might have been Kendrick. Uh, about St- Stephen Curry, however, who might be out for the rest of the NBA playoffs after injuring himself last night against the Houston Rockets. Are you talking about the greatest three-point shot today? Yes. In fact, now I'm hearing. Oh my God! In fact, I just heard breaking news in now, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, there, Roddy. You know, I mean to break it in, but now they're saying he's only going to miss two weeks with a sprained MCL, so he will not be done for the playoffs. Apparently, so he will miss the rest of the series. He's going to be out probably till the final round. It looks like so. That could well, hurt well, if he misses, if he misses time against my San Antonio Spurs, they are in trouble. Well, I think right. he is, Dan, because I already I have a bet with Paige as well in that series. I already told. Uh, Paul about it last night to inform Paige that you and I both got the Spurs against her. So, uh, Paige, if you're listening out there, how are your cousin or your uncle and myself, how are telling you right now, your boy is lucky he's only out two weeks, but at the is same time. Is that the time, same thing Kevin yes. Durant had? Uh, yeah, it's a sprained MCL strain, they said, how, sprain, they said, at this point. And now I'm also hearing other stories, apparently. Tiger Woods is saying he might be giving it a go this year at the U.S. Open at Oakmont in June. So, some well, big he just registered. He, he, he will do that for, for pretty much any major tournament if he thinks that he can play. 
yeah. from this point on. But I, that doesn't necessarily mean that he will be playing. He just registered, so he's available. Yeah. yeah. If he does come back, I don't think he'll be as effective. If he plays Oakmont after not playing for, for as long as he has, he's going to shoot a 90. Yeah. Mark my words. Yeah, I could I could see that because I mean he is rusty, no doubt about. It. I agree with you, Dan. And uh, I would definitely say, if not ninety, he could be maybe like eighty six, eighty eight, somewhere in that ballpark. But uh, we'll see. I mean, like I said, uh, he's debating on right now whether or not he will play next week at the Players Championship down in Florida, or possibly in two weeks at Quail Hollow at the Wachovia. We're definitely gonna have to wait and see. But like you said, he did register. We don't know when he'll be able to return to the scene, but only time will tell. Uh, Let's get uh, thoughts from uh, Kendrick about this before I get your uh, thoughts, uh, John and Greg. Uh, Kendrick, what's your take about Tiger Woods and when we might see him back? Uh, if he does, you say he's available, but if he does come back, I don't think he's going to be as effective. Like maybe, now, maybe you know mm-hmm. he was he was going through that stretch of when uh you know after the whole cheating scandal and all that stuff like that. But like, you know maybe that might have a big factor on his game. But you got to think about it, he's been away from the game for what like a year now. So, mm-hmm. About that, yep. So, it, you got to take into consideration age, rust, you know, his uh, his mental state of mind. Like, all, all that does add up. Maybe he's over the whole cheating scandal or not. You know, you know, you never know. However, but one thing that I know for a fact that he's not over his age mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the rust that he has to shake off. Like, even professional wrestlers have ring rust when they're, when they're away from while, for a while. You can see it. So, Certainly. I mean, it, it, it all, it, I guess it all depends on what he – what he what he's capable of bringing to the table. If you want my opinion, I don't. I think they should step back and let the younger guys take over. He should ride out into the sunlight, you know, while he's yeah, know, while he's while he's somewhat still considered a great golfer because he's probably the most well-known golfer out there. So I mean, I think that he should leave on a good turn. And I think that him playing this year is probably a bad idea. But I mean, if he does do it, I'll cheer for him. But. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see again. However, he says he doesn't know if he's going to suit up next week for the Players' Championship down in Florida or maybe in two weeks down in Charlotte, North Carolina, of course, at the Quail Hollow Wachovia Championship there at Quail Hollow Country Club. Uh, John, your thoughts about Tiger Woods, maybe? Tiger Woods, I mean, what a a player he's been through the mid-'90s and throughout the decade of the millennium. Yep. If it is true, then, I mean, I don't think he fully recovered from the instant when they, um, when he was accused of having an affair with someone. Yes, when he was cheating on the alien. Yes, I agree. I would agree. Um, what about uh, you, Greg? What's your thought about uh, Tiger Woods and maybe his big return possibly coming? Uh, hopefully, hopefully it's a good, uh, I I just don't see him coming back for long. I really don't. I'm going to say it right now. I think he's had his run. It's a young man's game. you got guys now like uh, Jordan Spieth and Rory McIlroy, Jason Day, uh, Harris English, Matt Kuchar, uh, Phil Mickelson can still play out there on the tour. And even younger other guys like Billy Horsell and Charles Howell III, I'm sorry, Tiger, you're not the same golfer you once were 10 years ago where you were kicking everyone's tail, winning by 8, 9, 10 shots a tournament. It's a young man's game. You've got the younger bucks in their 20s, however, even the Louis Oostazens, and like I said, however, even other American players, too, as I've mentioned, however, in the past, like I said, the Coochers, the Speefs, however. I mean, it's a young man's game now, however, and if you think 
think you can challenge these guys like Jason Day and uh, all these other guys, good luck. I wish you the best of luck, but I don't think you're the same guy you once were five, six, seven years ago, if you ask me, in more ways than one. Uh, another thing we're going to talk about, guys, quickly, is the Steph Curry thing. Only two weeks he's going to miss. However, Dan uh, kind of brought up a point about him, however. Let's uh, get your first impression on uh, the uh, Steph Curry developments. We'll start off with you, John. Only two weeks he's going to be out. He's, been pretty, he's pretty lucky it's not longer than this. Uh, what, what are you talking about? Stephen Curry out only two weeks uh, and not the rest of the playoffs and the entire rest of the postseason. Your thoughts? Well, that's kind of shocking to me, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you think he still, do you think he still has a chance? got to go. Yeah. Do you think he still has a chance to carry this team to the championship and win it all again back-to-back, or do you think it's uh, maybe too little too late? Too little too late, I think. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the Curry developments? Stephen Curry only out two weeks. Your thoughts? What's that? Okay. Uh, Kendrick, your thoughts about Curry being out two weeks? I'm sorry, can you repeat that, please? What's that? What did you say? Kent, uh, I said uh, Stephen Curry out two weeks. Your thoughts about him being out only two weeks and not the rest of the NBA postseason? Your thoughts? I think that uh, it's probably the best three-point shooter in the, NF, in, in the NBA. I'm sorry. Uh, he's out. That is a huge blow to the Golden State, Golden State Warriors because when you think of the Golden State Warriors, you don't think of Draymond Green. You don't you don't think of you know, Andre, Andre Iguodala. You think of Seth Curry now. And so I think that that is a huge blow. If they can survive without him, I think they'll be fine. But, like, you know what he does? If he does come back, although it's just, uh, I think it's a, you said it was an MCL sprain, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a sprain, yeah, MCL sprain, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that makes the, the muscles are a lot weaker, even when he does come back. So he's, well, he's, prone, to, he's prone to tear it if he comes back. So I think that he wrecked it. Mm-hmm. Only come back if he feels that he should be, if he feels that he'll be able to come back, because he'll be more hurt than help if he does come back before he's ready. So if they can survive without him, I think for the next two weeks, I think they'll be, they still have a chance at winning the, the NBA championship. So. But if yeah. they run into San Antonio Spurs, yeah. now and then, they're yeah. screwed. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree, no question. Roddy K., your take. Well, two quick points. Tiger Woods, if he's been seeking help for recovery from yeah. injuries from his previous surgeries and stuff, yes, I think he'll come back and absolutely dominate again. He'll be better than he was. But mm-hmm. on the Steve Curry thing, if it's just two weeks, um, yes. what they're not telling you is two weeks to the next test, the next trial. It's, uh, and they'll go, they'll go from there. But I think if it's just a sprain, mm-hmm. he should be okay, but they'll know more uh, after two-week mark uh, when he's in tra- uh, training. Mm-hmm. And I asked, uh, and I, uh, I I have asked everyone, do you think the Warriors go back-to-back, or do you think maybe they're going to run into a buzzsaw in the form of San Antonio or any other team from the West, like Oklahoma City? And what's your take? Who are you addressing? You. What was the question? Does Golden State win the whole thing still, or do you think they're going to run into a buzzer like a San Antonio or Oklahoma City slow them down? Yeah, yeah, Oklahoma City definitely, because we got a good team now. Uh, everybody's recovered from their injuries. That's yep. what it's, uh, they're gonna, you're going to have a hard time the next few weeks. 
Yep, no question about it. And that's my second favorite team behind San Antonio. I like the Oklahoma City Thunder. I like Durant a lot. I like Westbrook. And uh, I think they could give uh, Golden State a lot of trouble. Of course, Golden State got by Houston, but now they're going to be in for a bigger challenge, Howard, coming up in round two. And I believe that series will start later this week, Howard. I think and there's one more game left in Houston, unless they already won that series last night. And if that's the case, they'll start the series later on this week. All right, uh, back to wrestling again. Howard, John, let's go on with more dates and birthdays, please, from today. All right. The WWE and NWA, this is today now. Yes. The WWE and NWA World Heavyweight Championship were defended in the same building. The Q Auditorium played host to the title bout. WWE champion Bob Backlund beat Bulldog Bob Brown Mm -hmm. to retain his championship. And NWA World Heavyweight Champion Harley Race successfully defended against Ric Flair. On the same show, Ken Patera beat Kevin Von Erich to win the NWA Missouri Championship. Mm-hmm. 33 years ago today in New York City, Jimmy Snuka beat superstar Billy Graham. This was Graham's final major appearance for the WWE. He was rushed to a hospital a few days earlier following an OG appeal. Oof. Yikes. Yep. Graham left for the AWA a few weeks later and wouldn't return to the WWE until 1987. Yes. When he became the manager protege of the one original rock, Don Morocco. Yes. All right. WWE takes the 21st edition of Saturday Night's main event. And, guys, you're yes. going to hear what I have to say. All right. Please do. Hulk Hogan beat the big boss man in a steel cage match to retain the WWE championship. But before the match could even begin, Hogan was attacked by Tiny Zeus Leister. Yes. Who appeared in the movie No Holds Barred. And it was also known as Debo in the movie Friday with Ice Cube and Chris Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Jimmy Snuka... He defeated South Belmo to become the first ECW heavyweight champion. The promotion at the time was known as Eastern Championship Wrestling and would be a part of the NWA until their very public breakup in August of 1994. That's correct, yes. Yeah. All right, WWE presented in your house 28 Backlash in 1999. Yes. This would be the final WWE pay-per-view to be presented under... In your house banner. Yes. All right. Uh, okay, here we go. Al Snow won the WWE Hardcore Championship over Hardcore Holly. Who's that? Al Snow beat Hardcore Holly. Oh, okay. Holly. Okay, yep. Steve Austin and the Rock found in no old Bard match with Steve Austin getting the win. But after, but before the show was about to go off the air, folks. Yes. And which I, I will in which I will discuss that tomorrow night on Wrestling Revolution. Yes. On the Wrestling Histories and Birthdays. hmm After the show ended, The Undertaker mm-hmm. abducted yes. Stephanie McMahon. That's correct, yes. I, I will <laughs> never forget oh, yes. the, I will <laughs> never forget that moment. Yes. I might have to play, play that soundboard, so... Bear you, with me here. you might have to, yes. But uh, speaking of Stephanie McMahon, we if know that's okay with it. Okay. Well, we know Stephanie McMahon and Triple H are going to return tonight as the authority is back in power, so to speak, which I'm not real thrilled about. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. All right, uh, here it comes. All right. 
Yes, I think, however, mind you, Hella. So, very good sound there, John. I do recall that I think a lot of people remember that Austin was acquired by Vince Heller to save Stephanie Heller from uh, marriage to the dead man, so to speak. All right. Okay. Two title changes in 2000. All right. Dean Malenko beat Scotty Tuhati to win the WWE Light Heavyweight Championship. For the second time. And he held the gold until March of 2001. That's the time they should bring back, honestly. I think they should bring back a bulk of titles. That way it could, it could make the, it could give the, it could help develop, because that's why the rating was so good. It helped the, those belts help develop the younger talent and stuff like that. Like, kind of do out of here's my thing. He's yep. not probably, he's not the best wrestler, but he, he's entertaining. He brought the worm. Uh, everybody doing the worm at the time. Mm-hmm. Certainly, yeah. yeah. And on the same show, Crash Holly beat Matt Hardy to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. But folks, and I, but gentlemen, I strapped that term loosely. Yes. The show's most remembered was Stone Cold Steve Austin on WWE programming since being undergoing knife surgery the previous November. And he used the green to drum a steel beam on the DX Express Express, crushing the bus in the parking lot and blowing it up. Yep, everything blew up. I remember that was Austin doing that. I do recall that. Yes, yes. And Michael Cole saying this, Austin 316, I just wrecked your bus. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I do recall that. And do we have to say on the same night, it was. Oh, by the years. way, sorry, John, real quick. Uh, Kendrick, the point you just made, Howard, Chad told me in the chat box your thoughts were commended, Howard, and you brought up a fantastic point. I think we all agree with that. No question about it. So he wanted me to pass that note along to you. So uh, definitely uh, very, very valid points there, Kendrick. Okay, uh, please continue, John. All right. David Arquette. Being Eric Bischoff to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. But Bischoff wasn't the champion. That's right. The belt was on the line in a tag team match between DDP and Arquette versus Jeff Jarrett and Bischoff. That's right, on Thunder, yes. Mm -hmm. Arquette got the deciding fall in the match and won the belt. Correct. The title change was seen as a mortal wound for WCW as they had put their top championship on a freaking actor. Yes. And, of course, this came out a few weeks, this came a few weeks after uh, Ready to Rumble was released in theaters and got very negative reviews in the press, however. WWE presented Extreme Rules in Baltimore, Maryland. Yes. And it was the... What? I'm listening. Go ahead. Please continue. Okay. And we only had one title change. Okay. Beth Phoenix beat Michelle McCool in Extreme Makeover match. Hmm, interesting. Yep. Um, 2011, the draft lottery. Yes. And, and Chad, no, I'm not relieving myself of explosive diarrhea. <laughs> Okay, please continue. Your cover's been blown, Chad, but anyway, in all fairness, 
WWE presented the 2011 WWE Draft. This was the final draft lottery WWE presented, as the brand extension would no longer be recognized that summer. Despite that, WWE still had two world champions until December 2013, and all 31 men and women were moved, with John Cena being moved twice. Yes. John Cena, Rey Mysterio, John Cena was a part of SmackDown, Rey Mysterio came to Raw, Randy Orton and Mark Henry and Cena Cara were all drafted to SmackDown, Big Show and Alberto Del Rio was drafted to Raw, and ladies and gentlemen, yes. I'm not going to say this twice, John Cena was drafted twice. Yes, he was, huh? Okay, but here's the online supplemental draft. All right. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan was, of course, drafted to SmackDown. Jack mm-hmm. Swagger was drafted to Raw. The Great Colleen was drafted to SmackDown. The Usos came to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Kelly Kelly and JTG were on Raw. Alicia Fox, William Regal, and Yoshi Tatsu were on SmackDown. Yes. Drew McIntyre was on Raw. Natalia went to SmackDown. Kurt Hawkins went to Raw. Chris Masters went to SmackDown. I mean, Kurt Hawkins went to SmackDown. Chris Masters went to SmackDown. Jay Uso went to SmackDown. Kofi Kingston went to SmackDown. Chazzy Biasi went to SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Tyson Kidd went to SmackDown. Tamina went to SmackDown. Tyler Rex went to Raw. Alex Riley went to SmackDown. Beth Phoenix went to Raw. And Sheamus was the last man to be drafted. Huh. Very interesting. And do we have any birthdays today? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if we do, but I'll I'll check it out. But anyway, okay. 2014, we lost a WWE super fan. Yes. Connor McCulloch. Yes. He Con- died of complications from brain and spinal cancer. Yes. He was you- just eight years old. Yes, two years today. That's right, Connor the Crusher. Yes, it does not seem like it's been two years since we lost that great fan, our great human being, too, no question about it. And uh, our thoughts and prayers are still with his family to this very day, Howard. I know they're trying to fight a cure for Connor's cure, as you know, and, of course, they did last year the very first ever Warrior Award in honor of uh, Connor, of course, the ultimate Warrior recipient, of course, Dana Warrior, giving it out, of course, to... uh, Connor's family, of course, two years ago. This past year, they gave it to Joan London, of course, beating cancer, of course, from ABC's Good Morning America. Two touching moments there, without question. And for many more years, hopefully, they'll be continue to be touching and heartwarming moments like that, however, even though it's emotional, however. Uh, the Warrior Award, named in honor of Connor the Crusher, however, and the Ultimate Warrior, of course. Two great recipients of that very first award. And while we're discussing that, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you out the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. How our caller ID number one three eight seven four four pound. This is the flagship show of the Monday afternoon uh uh, prime time uh, afternoon gig, however. Episode 40 of Raw Radio. We're here each and every Monday on TalkShoe.com. You can listen to us. Of course, I am your host, the Human Suplex Machine. No, no. Why did I say Human Suplex Machine? The Iceman, Jared Dijon. Whoops, I stole your thunder there, John. Sorry. Of course, with me today, we got a lot of people on the chat box. Hey, first off, of course, our good friend, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw. But joining us on the live to celebrate this 40th show, however, is my colleagues, the Human Suplex Machine. There we go. John Gross from Front Row, Virginia. The Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer from Philadelphia. The Kramer Brothers Band and Pro 
Wrestling Reviews, as well as also a member of Wrestling uh, uh, Revisit. Of course, tomorrow night should be a great moment there. Of course, you can listen to that show, which we'll talk about in just a second. And joining us on the line today, three very good people who have called into our show at times. First off, the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, the hot Scott himself, Rowdy Rowdy K, and of course, the franchise from Pittsburgh in my neck of the woods, my own cousin, Dan DiGirolamo, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, of course, let's give you a quick plug also on some of the other shows as well. Of course, tomorrow night we will be on at 7 o'clock with Wrestling Revisited. The Big Diesel, myself, and Gerard T. Smith, the bad guy himself, King NWO, King Beer, Captain Unicorn, as we said, who hopefully will join us here in a few minutes as well. However, uh, we'll be on the show with us tomorrow night, 139925 Pound. You can listen to us from 7 to 8, and of course from 9 to 11. We will be on Wrestling Revolution, 138055 Pound. John will have the birthdays and dates in history. Gerard and I will handle the news for you. Of course, we will talk about last night's Raw, of course, which is being taped tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It should be a great show, ladies and gentlemen. It should be very, very exciting there in Hartford, Connecticut, of course. That will be on tomorrow night's show beginning at 9 o'clock, and that will last until 11. Of course, on Wednesday, it should be a great show as well. We might have a surprise on Wednesday. You never know. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, on Thursday, it's Wolfpack Radio, 138521-POUND. Of course, Saturday night, 138982 with Attitude Radio, of course, with Gerard and his lovely sister, the Black Widow, the lovely, lovely Michelle Lindons, Miss Madness herself, who also joins myself and Gerard on Wednesday night, 139925, with the wrestling debate last week. We had a very good first uh, interesting debate show talking about the Monday night battles between WWE and WCW. We got you up until 1999. This week, ladies and gentlemen, of course, however, we will continue our Monday night war discussion, however, and tell you what happened from 99 on until 2001 and the aftermath that happened. That will begin at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And that'll last until 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Or should I say, excuse me, not 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock this Wednesday till 9 o'clock. I'm thinking it's Tuesday. That is our other show, Wrestling Revisit. That's from 7 to 8. And, of course, that'll be tomorrow night. But the debate is on every Wednesday night from 8 o'clock till 9 with your host, Gerard T. Smith, Miss Madness herself, Michelle Lindotts, and, of course, the Iceman, the big three of Team NWO Madness, if you will on Wednesday night. Now, Saturday night, of course, this Saturday, you can listen to Michelle and Gerard, 138982 on Wrestling uh, Revisited, of course, if you will. They will be talking about Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Also give you a preview uh, payback, if you will, which is coming up this Sunday, which we're going to get into in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, with our predictions. All of us are going to share our predictions in. Of course, that will be coming up this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, live on the WWE Network, live from the windy city of Chicago, Illinois. And, of course, that will be on Attitude Radio, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as I'm talking about the uh, big uh, payback prediction uh, roundtable show this Saturday night. And of course, don't forget this Sunday, however, at 5 o'clock, you can. And Roddy K had to go, so Roddy K, we thank you for joining us for a few minutes. Kendrick is still with us right now, so that's good to see. Uh, also, my cousin Dan, along with Greg, myself, and John, who knows who else will swing by this afternoon. But we want to thank Roddy K for a few minutes as well for joining us here and uh, weighing in with his thoughts. Roddy K, we'll talk to you again very soon. Hope you have a good rest of the day. As we said, folks, um, this Sunday at 5 p.m., join Chad Hinshaw, Mr. WCW, along with Gerard, myself, Michelle, hopefully Emery Reckenbach, and some other people swinging by, including Greg and maybe John. We will give you our pay-per-view predictions for payback, of course, on the WWE Network, which is this Sunday night from the Windy City of Chicago, Illinois, as you know. And we will weigh in with our thoughts, however, about that here in just a second. And we'll also make some bets along the way, too, this Sunday, however, on Attitude, or excuse me, not Attitude, Revolution Radio, and that caller ID number is 138055-POUND. And again, that will begin at 5 p.m. this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, so stand by. That should be a very exciting show coming up on Sunday night. 
Uh, guys, as we said, payback is Sunday in Chicago, so let's get into the predictions right now before we get back to uh, hearing the last little bit of birthdays and dates in history from John and get everyone's thoughts, however, about that. So with that being said, let us begin by talking about the matches. Overall, we'll start off, uh, again, these are the matches that uh, will be on the card this Sunday. We're going to start off first off with the IC title. Again, these are in no order in particular. We will go with the Miz and Cesaro for the IC title. Roddy, or I almost said Roddy K. I meant to say Kendrick. We'll start with you first, my man. Who do you like in this match on Sunday between Miz and Cesaro? Cesaro, man, I hope that he wins. Miz was probably the most boring WWE champion that's ever made, so I hope he doesn't touch title again unless he works on himself. Yeah, I would agree, especially now that Miz has his floozy of a wife back with him, Maurice. I don't know why she's even back. It makes me ill, especially now she's giving a total divas, too. That makes me even more sick. Uh, Dan, Miz and Cesaro, who do you like? Well, you know me. I'm a big Cesaro fan. Uh, I, I love the Miz's character. Uh, I love the, the heel aspect that and the way he does it. It's fantastic. Everyone hates him, and that's what you want out of a heel. But Cesaro, his new entrance is the greatest thing of all time when he rips off the suit. Fantastic. Cesaro yep. wins with these. I'll make it three. I'll say Cesaro two. I think he's going to come through in this one. John, Miz, and Cesaro, who do you got? I'm going to make it four. All right. And Greg? Uh, no, Miz and Cesaro we're talking about. Yes. Oh, so you said Cesaro. You yes. said Sincar there. Uh. That's okay, but I think we know what we're <laughs> That's all right, Greg. Don't worry about it. No, it's okay, John. He just slept. That's okay. Don't worry about it, Greg. We know what you meant, Cesaro. That's okay, man. Um, we 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 when I I said Cesaro, how I, you just kind of slipped with the wrong one. It's okay. It's not your fault, man. But uh, we know what you meant. It's cool. We understand. So I'm not uh, holding against you. Believe me, and I'm not. And I know John isn't either. We're all not holding against you. So, all right. So a five pack for Cesaro here. Everyone's taking Cesaro the Swiss Superman. Okay, here's another one, guys. Let's go to Natalia versus Charlotte. Ric Flair in the corner, of course, of his little girl. Of course, once again, finding a way to cheat as usual, however. And, of course, Bret Hart going to be in the corner of his niece, Natty. Let's start with you, uh, John. Who do you like in this one? Uh... I know Natty might win, but I don't know. Charlotte's going to do it. Mm hmm. All right. Uh, Kendrick, who do you like? Kendrick, are you there? Sup? Kendrick, yeah. Uh, we're getting your thoughts. Natty and uh, Charlotte, who do you like? Uh. I want to go with Natty, man. I freaking like I love Charlotte's death. I, I was actually reading something <laughs> yesterday on the internet about it. I think one of you guys shared it since the Big Flair double crosses and wins the women's title. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna take Natty here and think she's gonna finally get the belt. Okay. Uh let's see, Greg. Who do you like? Natalia. But you're gonna go with Natty too, huh? Okay, so we got two for Natty. Dan, Natty, and uh, Charlotte. Who do you got? I mean, come on. This this isn't even a question. Natty's a has-been. She's an old-timer. She's a never-has-been. Charlotte is the future. And woo, does she have some pedigree. Mm, so she's going to take Charlotte. Okay. You know what, though? Uh, 
I want to say Natty wins this, but Charlotte's going to find a way to cheat as usual through her daddy like she always does because that's the bimbo she is. So you know what? I'm going to go against you, Howard. I'm going to join my two that take Natty. I'm going to make it a three-pack. I'm going to say Natty wins with the gold here in Chicago. I think Natty's going to pull off an upset. All right, guys, let's go to the tag team final, however. Of course, tonight the Vaudevillains will be taking on the big boys. If Enzo and Cass, the winner of this, will face the New Day. So uh, let's uh, picture this right now. Who wins the title matchup between Enzo and Cass, however, and the Vaudevillains? And then who faces the New Day? Dan, we'll start with you. Uh, I mean, this one, it's too close for me to call. Uh, Enzo and Cass really getting a push. But again, w- would they be a good matchup to go against the New Day? Uh, you know, you, you, I, I just, I don't know. I see them somehow getting screwed, maybe by the Dudleys. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that they're going to go down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Kendrick, what about you? Uh, we'll come back to Kendrick. Uh, John? I'm going to go with the Vaude Villains. Ooh, Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Enzo and Cass to win, and I think they give the New Day all they can handle. And I think uh, somehow Enzo and Cass leave with the gold. Uh, Kendrick, uh, let's get your thoughts. I'm going to go with Budios. You're going to go with Budios, but who faces them in the final? Enzo and Cass or the Vaude Villains? Uh, oh, okay. I'm going to go with Enzo and Cass, dude. You're going to go with Enzo and Cass and me? Okay, very good, very good. And Greg, let's go to you. Uh, the same like John. Uh. The Vaude So split down the middle each way. Okay, very good, guys. So far, got some good predictions here this afternoon. Okay. All right, let's go to our next match. Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho. Greg, we'll start with you this time. Who do you like? I got to say Dean Ambrose. John? Uh, Dean Ambrose. Dan? I... I hate to do it, but I, I agree, Dean Ambrose. You know what? I'm going to disagree against you three. I'm taking Jericho. I think Jericho's going to pull off the upset here. And Kendrick, who do you like? <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose. So, except for me, except the only, I'm the only. Black sheep of the bunch taking Jericho. Okay. Everyone's oh, he's the black sheep of the bunch. Yeah, I'm the black sheep of the bunch in this one. I'm taking I'm taking Jericho. All right, uh, let's go to our next match, guys. Uh, Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles for the title. Kendrick, we'll start with you. I'm sorry, what, what is that? Roman and AJ, who do you like in this one? Uh, well, I want... Well, AJ to win because I'm a huge AJ fan, but let's be honest, they're probably going to give it to Roman. Mm-hmm. Dan? Yeah, I, I don't think that AJ Styles is ready for, for to be the top dog. I think that Roman wins it. John? I'm going to have to say AJ Styles. You know what? I'm going to go with AJ, too. I think AJ's going to have his moment here in the sun, as I've said all along in the last few weeks. I think this time it happens in a big way. And Greg, who do you like? Uh, AJ, but I think Roman Reigns is going to get screwed. Okay. And uh, so let's see. Have we? Is there any other matches that we've forgotten, guys? I mean, any other matches I forgot to add to the card? Or any other matches have you heard? Uh, John, have you heard anything else? Hmm. 
I'm trying to think what else would be on the card this Sunday. I mean, we've heard uh, some of the, like I said, we've heard some of the good matches here. Um, like I said, however, I'm not sure what else we've heard, however. I have no clue. I'm thinking here, I'm thinking here. Uh, Kendrick, have you heard any other matches that are going to be on Sunday at all? I'm sorry, not Emmett. Okay, that's all right. Dean, have you heard any other matches at all? I oh, have not. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I did forget one. Wait a minute. Yeah, I did forget one. I did forget one. My mistake. Sorry. Sorry. I did I did forget one. Stupid me, of all people. The big one. This is the one that I think is going to really steal the show. Sami Zayn and KO. Uh, Dan, we'll go to you first. Who do you like? I, I'm a KO guy. I think the KO destroys Sami Zayn. All right. Kendrick, Sami Zayn and KO. KO. What's that? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Sami Zayn and KO. I forgot that match. Uh, your thoughts. Who do you like in this one? Oh, okay, I heard right now. I'll pick KO. Okay, so two for KO. I'm going to take Sammy. I think Sammy's going to have something to prove here. I'm going to go with Mr. Ole 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 himself, as I normally do, Howard. So that's my man. Uh, John, Sammy and KO. As only you could do it like our good man, Gerard T. Smith. But Gerard has a little bit of an edge on you in that, so you're going to take him in that one. Okay. And uh, Greg, Sammy and KO, who do you like? Uh, Sammy Sammy. So you and I are going with Sammy. Okay. Well, guys, we're going to have to wait and see, obviously. Of course, this week, of course, will be the big story. However, uh, what happens in Chicago, of course, as you know, and it'll be this Sunday, however, on the WWE Network. Of course, the NFL draft is also this week, as you know, as we mentioned, of course. The big oh, draft. no. I'm in for it now. I don't want to get sued by Gerard if I, when I said that. That's all right. You won't, I, I think uh, he won't sue you, but uh, he will give you a little bit of a, he'll definitely, uh, I think he might be impressed with how you did it, though, but I think he has more of the edge of, of, against you, however, somewhat. Although, you're almost the same way with him, and I think he does a little bit better than you, however, although you came pretty darn close to doing it, too, there, John. But as we said, however, the NFL draft is this week, of course, the LA Rams, of course, going to be the top team on the clock this Thursday, barring another trade. The Philadelphia Eagles, of course, number two. The San Diego Chargers, three, followed by the Dallas Cryboys at number four, or the Cowboys, whatever you want to call them. And, of course, the Jacksonville Jagoffs, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who rarely draw fans for their uh, home stadium at times, draw number five. That's just going to be interesting to see where we go in the draft coming up on Thursday night in the Windy City. All right, guys, we've got about 50 minutes left to go, however, so we got some time to kill. We're going to do some fancy matchups now, however, and while we do that, however, let's get everyone's take on what matches are today. Of course, we uh, have done some of these matches before. Some of them are doing them again, however, with maybe a stipulation or two. So uh, feel free. The sky's the limit. You can do a uh, diva from the past or present. You can do a superstar from the past or present, an announcer past and present, or you can do a, an arena from past or present in these fantasy matchups. So, guys, the sky's the limit, as we always say, however, sometimes on the show, however. So that being said, let's get into it right away. And get everyone's take. Dan, we'll start with you first this afternoon. What is your first fantasy matchup today? Uh, you put a lot of pressure on me by starting me first. But uh, the guy who is in the news today with, with uh, some things that he put on Twitter, I will start with Flash Funk. Yes. Versus Bad News Brown. Ooh, too cold Scorpio against the late Bad News Brown. Okay. Uh, give us your winner, please. 
I mean, I got to go go with Matt News Brown. Yes. I mean, uh, he's as bad as they come, isn't he? Yes. He was a very unique wrestler from Canada, no question about it. We know about his background. Kendrick, your thoughts? Two, uh, Flash Funk, two Cold Scorpio against Bad News Brown. Who do you like in this one? I'm going to go with Bad News Brown. All right, so that's two. John? I'm going with a draw. You're going to go with draw? Okay, I'm going to go with Bad News Brown myself. And Greg, who do you like in this one? Uh, Bad News Brown. Okay, so three for Bad News Brown. John with the only one for draw. Okay, Dan, very good first fantasy matchup today. Okay, uh, Kendrick, we'll go to you next. What do you got for us? Um, I'm going to go with the team of Eddie Guerrero. Yes. China. Yes. Versus Beth Phoenix yep. and the human submission machine, Taz. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. Beth and Taz versus... I thought you were what you saying me, Kendrick. I, I, I thought you was too, but this is going to be a good match. This is going to be interesting, guys. I mean, we know about Eddie and Taz teamed up with one each other one time in ECW, oh, I but think now... you forgot Chad. Oh, oh uh, get Chad to answer on that. Would you there, uh, John, for a second while I'm trying to do something uh, and ask him his thoughts on that match? And while we do that, let's get your thoughts on this match too. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go against the greatest, say, Taz and uh, Beth Phoenix. All right, so Taz and Beth win against Eddie and Mamacita, China. Uh, Greg, who do you like in this one? Uh, the legends, uh, Eddie Guerrero and China. All right, Eddie and China, okay. I'm going to take Eddie and China, too. Uh, Dan, who do you like in this one? I like I like Taz and Beth Phoenix. You're going to go with Taz and Beth Phoenix. Okay, he's joining Team Kendrick's team. And, John, who do you got in this one? I'm going to go with uh, Eddie Guerrero and China. All right. And what did Chad say about our first match? Did you get a response out of that yet? No, I did not. Did you ask him about that and ask him about this one, too? Okay. All right, we're going to get Chad Hinshaw's answer here in just a few minutes here, ladies and gentlemen. And while John's going to get his answer on waiting for Chad to answer on that. Let's go to Greg next for his first match of the day. Greg, what do you got for us today? Uh, the famous ladder match at WrestleMania 10. Yes. Uh, Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels. So we're going to go I'm, to the ladder I want to ask, J.D., what was the first match? The first match uh, was uh, Dan had... Uh, B versus Flash Funk. Yes, yeah, Scorpio, Bad News, Bad News Brown versus Flash Funk. Yes, that was the first match. Okay. Correct, yes. All right, so as as uh, Greg put it, we're going to go back to the ladders one more time again, however. Shawn Michaels and the bad guy for the third time, however, going at it, however. It will be the battle of the ladders, if you will. HBK versus the bad guy. Greg, who do you got? Uh, Razor Ramon. You got Razor. Kendrick. What's that? Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels, one more time in the ladder. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. You're going to go with Shawn Michaels. John, who do you got in that one? Uh, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels again, okay. And have we got an answer from Chad on that? Uh, those two matches yet? He says, look above your name. Oh, he said B&B. 
What did he send? He said B. Jack said B and B. B and B. Okay, so he's gonna go with. Uh, obviously, he's going with Bad News Brown. However, okay. And what about the other match then? Same thing. Um. Taz and no. Eddie versus. All right, Taz and Eddie versus China and Eddie. No, Taz and Beth versus Eddie and China. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh. Okay, ask him on that one, and then also ask him Sean and Razor for the ladder match one more time. Greg went with that one. And then you're up. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, of course, last Friday night was a very historic making episode on Revolution. You can go back in the archives and listen to it, episode 150. Yes, folks, 150 episodes and growing strong. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, coming up a week from Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, yes, folks, the day after Cinco de Mayo, next Friday night, not this Friday, but a week from this Sunday, Friday, ladies and gentlemen, May 6th at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 138500, excuse me, 138500. Oh, uh, five, five, however, and from nine to 11 o'clock, join the revolution gang as they celebrate their first anniversary. And believe me, it's going to be a party that night. And of course, uh, it'll be hosted by Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, the master of festivities, along with his party planning committee. That includes the bad guy, Gerard T. Smith, Captain Unicorn, Captain Beer, the man himself, the myth, the legend, and of course, the black widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds as well. Of course, we will have her on as Miss Madness and the Macho Man join the big band himself, the boss man himself, Mr. W.W. Chad Hinshaw. Uh, have we got an answer on those answers yet, John? He says, any in China and Razor. Okay, so there you go, folks. Okay, so again, great matches so far today, guys. I mean, you guys are picking some good ones here this afternoon. Of course, uh, some of them we've done before and some we're doing once again in just Killing time, but that's the way we like to do it here on episode 40. We're here each and every Monday on TalkShoe.com. You can listen to all of our shows on TalkShoe.com. 138744-POUND, 1724-444-7044. Of course, we want to thank Rowdy Rowdy K, of course, of course, stopping him. We are very happy today to have some big guests joining us, including the big diesel Gregory Kramer from the Kramer Brothers Band, of course, Pro Wrestling Reviews. We are also joining by the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross from Front Royal Virginia, my psychic and colleague. But also, we want to welcome in the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, if you will, and of course, returning to the airways for the first time in quite some time, back on with us for a little while, the franchise himself from Pittsburgh, Dandy Girolamo. All right, John, you're up on the clock now with your first fantasy matchup of the day. All right. Kevin Nash versus... Um, I did this before, so I'm going to have to do it again. So I want to do it again. That's fine. You can Kevin, do it. You know what? Kevin Nash versus Kane. All right, Kevin Nash versus Kane, big man and big man here. Very good match here, John. Uh, Dan, we'll start with you. Kevin Nash and the Big Red Monster. Uh, great, great matchup. I, I look at this as a as a what era of Kevin Nash do you, do you have? What era of Kane are you looking at? But I think through the overall body of work, I go with Kevin Nash. All right, and I would have to say the same thing. Kendrick, what about you? Kevin Nash and the Big Red Monster, Kane. I'm going to go with Kevin Nash also. Okay. And Greg? Kevin Nash. All right. And Chad, uh, your uh, decision as well, Kevin Nash versus Kane. And, uh, John, you could ask him. Again, I'm still just trying to get back on here. Uh, My computer's acting a little funky, so we're definitely trying to get things rebooted here. So bear with us here. Uh, I've got a good one next, guys, however. And this is going to be a good one, however. 
And believe it or not, I just found out another breaking news story. It's just coming in, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, the Los Angeles Raiders are talking about now moving maybe to Las Vegas, Nevada. There was some talk we've heard in the past about them moving to Vegas. But now it looks like, according to reports from Yahoo, and I believe one of the newspapers in Las Vegas, the Raiders are saying right now they are all in on moving to Las Vegas. But there could be a catch about this. Uh, Dan, your thoughts about the Raiders maybe moving out of Oakland and heading to the uh, glamour of Las Vegas. I mean, I mean, it's a solid move. No one really wants to be in Oakland. They're in an old stadium. You know, Vegas has, has what it has to offer. You know, is is a new stadium, lots of money there. The one thing that the NFL does not want, though, yeah, those sports books being too close. I don't know if you recall whenever they built some of the casinos that are around some of the NFL stadiums. They had the NFL had a big issue about it and said no to the sports books. We mm. shall see. Yes, we shall see. Certainly, uh, Kendrick, your thoughts about the new developments about the Raiders moving maybe to Sin City? There's going to be a lot of players getting caught up in gambling, and stuff, so I can see. <laughs> I would agree there. Uh, John, your thoughts about this whole uh, story, however, as apparently Al Davis' son could be uh, meeting with the people in Vegas as early as Wednesday or Thursday. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's kind of shocking to me. Well, we know for a while they were talking about getting a new stadium, and they were also talking about moving to San Antonio, and now it looks like Vegas could be their new permanent home, however, but uh, there could be a catch along the way. We'll have to wait and see if that is going to happen or not. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the Raiders maybe moving to uh, Las Vegas, possibly? Wow. Uh I'm really shocked about that. Mhm. Certainly. Certainly and like I said, we will definitely uh keep you guys up to date on this story, however, uh mind you. It's gonna be very, very interesting. Uh, like I said. Hello? I'm still here. Sorry, I'm just talking to Gerard too. I'm back. I mean, okay, we will. Like I said, we're definitely going to keep an eye on this story again. Like I said, they are going to meet. I believe, like I said, on uh, Wednesday or Thursday in Vegas. We're definitely going to keep an eye on this without Jonathan question. Jonathan Nash, and he's got a good one, folks. Okay. Uh, well, let's get to that. Let's go to Chad right now before I give you my first match of the day. Okay. Uh, what is his match there, John? Please inform us. Road Warrior Hawk. He's got yes. a battle of face paint. Road Ooh. Warrior Hawk, Road yes. Warrior Animal, Sting, yes. Goldust, Stardust, yes. the Great Muta, and the Ultimate Warrior. Hmm. Yeah, that is pretty good. Battle of face paint here. A lot of uh, participants in the face paint war here. Uh, okay, Chad, very good match there. Uh, give us a winner here. Who do you like? And while he gives us his answer, uh, John, let's go to you. Who do you like? I'm going to go with Sting. I'm going to go with the Stinger, too. I was torn between him and Muda. As much as I think he uh, gives uh, – he gives. Uh, this is going to be a dynamite match with all these guys involved, Howard, but it's a toss between Sting and Muda. So I'm going to go with Sting uh, here in a close one. Uh, Dan, who do you like? Uh, it's between Sting and, and Muda. Well, it's all the face paint people. I was torn between Sting and Muda, and I went with Sting. But who's your uh, uh, thing? Anyone who's had their face painted? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the ultimate warrior is going to destroy the Stinger. Yeah. I'm the ultimate warrior guy. 
So Dan's going to go with the Ultimate Warrior, as you would expect. Kendrick, who do you like? I'm going to go with the, the Stinger. All right. And uh, Greg? Uh, i got to say Animal. Ooh, he's going with the Animal. Okay. All right. So very good matches so far here in the opening round, however. And now it is my turn, however, with my first match of the afternoon, as we will close out the first round here in Stongo again. It is going to be a steel cage match, and this is going to be a good one, guys. You're going to talk, be blown away, however, mind you. Uh, Chad says in a surprise tie between the LOD, however, so we'll definitely have to keep our eyes on that. Here is my match, guys. It will be superstar Billy Graham taking on Hulk Hogan. So uh, let's get everyone's take on this one. Again, this is in the confines of a cage, however, if you will, however. Uh, Dan, we'll start with you. Who do you like? Between who? Superstar Graham and the Hulkster in a cage. Oh, geez. Good good match up here. Uh I gotta go with uh I gotta go with the superstar Billy Graham. Uh, oh. I know that, that might be the unconventional take, but I, I think that that he's just dirty enough to win it against the Hulkster. Mm, yes, I would agree there. I would agree there, especially when you have the Grand Wizard in his corner, too, so that kind of makes sense. Uh, Kendrick, who do you like, Superstar or the Hulkster in the cage? I like the Superstar. You're going to go with the Superstar, Graham, and so far we've got three. John, who's your pick? Hulk Hogan. Okay, and you know what? Uh, Chad went with a draw, so that was a tough one. And Greg, who do you like between the Superstar and and uh, the Hulkster in the confines of a cage. Uh, Billy Graham. Uh, that, okay. And I believe Gerard is going to come on the line with us here in a few minutes here, so that is very good. We're going to have another participant here in our fantasy matchup. We'll hear his uh, first fantasy matchup and give his uh, overall take, however, mind you. So uh, we're definitely going to be uh, getting his weigh-in on his uh Options, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however. Uh, so with that said, however, let us continue on here into round number two, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll start round two off with a bang, no pun intended. And we'll go to uh, Greg. We'll start with you this time in round two. Uh, Excuse wisely, Gregory. Yes, take your time, Greg. Right, um, WWE, mm-hmm. WCW, mm-hmm. versus ECW. Ooh, okay. Whoa! Okay. And Kendrick had to go, so unfortunately Kendrick could not stay. We want to thank the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, coming on for a good while today. Kendrick, we're glad you could squeeze in for some time. I know you've been very, very busy lately, and we were glad you could come in for a couple minutes. So uh, definitely uh, we will check back in with you hopefully later in the week, however. And again, we want to thank you for uh, squeezing as much time as you could this afternoon along with Roddy Roddy K. Okay, you heard the match, guys. WWE, WCW, and ECW. Uh, Greg, your pick. Uh, WWE. All right, Dan. Uh, WWE. John. Uh, WWE will. Chad goes with WCW. You know what? I'm going to go with ECW, guys. I think ECW and the Extreme Warriors pulled out here in this one. So that is my answer. 
Very good match there to start round two, Greg, of course. Very, very good. And, John, we'll go to you next. My next matchup... My next matchup will be Randy Savage versus Sean Cena. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. Uh, Who do you like, however? I like John Cena. But you know what? Yeah. I'm going to go with the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. Well, you already said Cena, so you can't change your mind, unfortunately. You went with Cena first, so you can't take it back. So you're going to have to stay with Cena this time. Okay, Chad says he's going to go with Draw on that one. I'm going to go with the Macho Man himself. I'm not going to go against uh, Cena here. I'm going against Cena here. Uh, Greg, who do you like, Savage versus Cena? I I just turned my thing off because we hurt ourselves. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Greg, Savage versus Cena, who do you like? A Draw. You're going to go with Draw like Chad is. Okay, and Dan, who do you like here? No competition. The Macho Man, Randy Savage, snaps into John Cena. <laughs> I would agree there. I would definitely. Yes, I would agree there. I would agree there. Okay, a uh, very good match there, to say the least. There, John, very, very good. Okay, Dan, you're next. However, I already did mine. I got to do another. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, who? Okay, John didn't do his yet. John, you're up next. Teller. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Chris Jericho. Yes. Versus. Versus. Versus a match that should have happened with Chris Jericho. Yes. Chris Jericho versus hmm. Which is which will be destined to happen in the near future, but yeah. Chris Jericho and Finn Balor in the ring. Well, they fought before in Japan, and this is a good match. I knew uh, that did happen one time, and it could happen in the future, like you said. This would be a fantastic match. I agree. Very good match here. Who do you like in this one? Chris Jericho. I'm going to go with Finn. Dan? Chris Jericho. Greg? Chris Jericho. All right, I'm going with Finn, so let's see what Chad has to say. And, of course, Chad will make his match next here into round number two. And like I said, hopefully we will be expecting the bad guy, King Beer, if you will, King NWO himself, uh, Gerard T. Smith here, the main commissioner of the WCW Network family here in just a few minutes. He is supposed to be coming on the line here momentarily. And uh, he, Chad went with uh, Finn Balor, so it is his turn now with his match on the match, Chad. So uh, I, let's hear what he has to say for round two. A good match. They've done all good matches so far we've had this afternoon, guys. Some of them we've done before, and some of them we're just uh, doing now with a new twist into it and making it more uh, um, fun and uh, exciting, if you will. And again, let's give you the number one seven two four 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 four. 7044, caller ID number 138744. This is the 40th episode. Yes, folks, 40 weeks now we've been running, folks, here on TalkShoe.com, as you know. And, of course, it's been a great ride so far. Of course, I want to thank my two guests who came in on the line a little while ago, Rowdy Rowdy K, the hot Scott, if you will, and, of course, the Lone Owl Man himself, Mr. Kendrick Smith, if you will. You can uh, check those guys out on Facebook and uh, request them as your friends if you wish. (laughs) 
But right now, we've got four people with us today. We've got the franchise, Dandy Girolamo. We've got the Iceman here, Jared Girolamo. You've got the human suplex machine, John Gross, from uh, Front Royal, Virginia. And over in Philly, in the land of extreme, for the Kramer Brothers Band, and, of course, Pro Wrestling Reviews, among other websites, of course, is the Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer. And uh, we are now still waiting word on Chad's match. And while Chad has given us word on his match, I guess I'll have to go yet again. Uh, this is going to be a good one here, folks. And I'm going to do... Oh, here we go. Here's his match. Inspired by WrestleMania 31, Triple H, X-Pac, and the Outlaws taking on Sting, Hall, Nash, and Hogan is his match, guys. So uh, let's get everyone's uh, take on this one. Dan, we'll start with you. Who do you like? I don't even know why you have to ask me this one. Well, we'll hear your answer anyway. Go ahead. The game is never going to lose. Mm-hmm. Well, he did lose at WrestleMania. Like the captain, like, and of course we'll talk about him in just a little bit here. Uh, John, who do you like? Who me? Yes, you. Um, I'm gonna go with Sting. Uh, Sting's team. All right, Sting in the NWO, and I'm gonna go with them as well as is Chad and Greg. Who do you like? Uh, I'll be right back, guys. Okay, John, take your time. Go ahead, uh, Greg. I gotta say, draw. I can't pick. All right, you gonna go with draw again? Okay, no problem. That's fine. No problem. All right, so Greg goes with draw, and some of us have Sting in the NWO team, and one has Triple H's team. Okay, here is my second round match, and this is a good one, guys. I thought of. We will go with. Let me think for a minute here. Um, okay. The battle of uh, of champions, if you will, however, and by battle of champions, I'm going to say tag team champions in a triangle match. It will be team one in triangle match number one. Me. Team one will be the outsiders. Team two will be the shield of uh, Dean and Seth. And team three is going to have a little bit of a twist to it. It will be the unlikely team of Raven and Sandman going to team up with each other. So, uh, Greg, let's hear your thoughts, Howard. Who do you like in this one? Uh, team one, the Outsiders. All right, Dan? i got to go with the Outsiders. I'm going to go with them, too. And, uh, John, let's hear – and uh, you know what? I'm back. Okay, Chad went with the outsiders. Okay, I did a triangle match for my uh, encounter for the second round, however, before we start round three off, however. And here is what we got. The Outsiders, the Shield of Dean and Seth, Team 3's Raven and Sandman. Wow. Yeah, so who do you like? Um, Who's the three teams again? Hall and Nash is Team 1. Team 2 I know. is the Shield of Dean and Seth. And then the third team, in a little bit of a funky twist, I put Raven and Sandman to team up with each other. I'm gonna go with Raven and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you know I'll go with Raven and Sandman. Okay, okay, that's understandable, no problem. So you're gonna go with the extreme team, and all of us go with the other teams. Okay, guys, so very good matches here in the first two rounds, and we're gonna go one more time yet again. However, and this time, however, we're gonna start it out with. Okay, let's see. Who is... Well, John, you started out once. Greg, you started out once, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna let Chad start the third round this time. And while he does that, let's hear what he has to say for round number three as he will kick it off 
here in round number three. And John, you can let us know. Hold on a second while I'm getting that taken care of. Okay, here we go. Okay, this is a good one. Here he goes. Rock and Cena guys teaming up to take on the team of Hulk Hogan and Bob Backlund. So a very, very unique uh, pairing, if you will, of uh, legends, if you will. Uh, Chad, we will hear your answer here in just a minute here and hopefully get your response here. Uh, Let's see who he likes. Uh, And while we do that, let's get everyone's take. How are Rock and Cena versus Hogan and Backlund? Dan, we'll start with you first. I got to go with the Rock and Cena. Uh, as much as I'm a big Bob Backlund fan, uh, I think that Hulk Hogan brings the team down. Okay. Chad's going to go with Hogan and Backlund on his side. A very interesting, unique pick there. Uh, John, who do you like in this one between Rock and Cena taking on Hogan and Backlund? The Rock and Cena. All right. And Greg? The Rock and Cena. And like I said, I'm going with Hogan and Backlund, guys. I'm going to go against you both, all three again, how I'm taking the Hogan and Backlund team, I feel. All right, very good match there. Um, I will go next here, guys. This is going to be a good one, and this is going to have another gimmick match. This time, it'll be an Iron Man match, however. And this will be a half-hour match for the TV title, however. Arn Anderson putting his title on the line against... Chris Jericho, in third, if you will. So uh, let's get everyone's take on this one, however. Uh, Dan, Arn Anderson versus Jericho in 30 minutes. I mean, Jericho's the man in this one. Arn Anderson, he couldn't have done anything without Ole. Yes. So you're going to take double A, okay. I'm going to take double A in this one. I I think Arn's going to win this one. John, who do you like? Uh, who, well, match Arn Anderson versus Chris Jericho for the TV title in an Iron Man match that's 30 minutes long. Oh, Arn I think Arn Anderson has the experience. All right, so we're going to take double A in that one. Okay. And, uh, Greg, who do you like in this one? Who's the guys again? Arn Anderson and, uh, Chris Jericho, 30 minutes. Uh, Chris Jericho. All right, so uh, everyone is uh, taking Jericho except for me and Chad again. We're taking Arn Anderson in this case. Okay, uh, next we'll turn it over to Dan. What do you got for your third round today? Oh, geez, I, I'm not prepared for this, but I, I'll, I'll give you one. How about uh? Hmm, let me let me think here. Take your time. Let's go with uh. Oh, hold on, and Dan, and while we're Dan's thinking about it. We finally got the man himself, King NWO, if you will, King Beer, Captain Unicorn, Gerard T. Smith, joining us here on episode four. Gerard, how are you, my man? Hey, yo. Yes. How are you, sir? All right. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. I mean, we're doing some real good today. We got Dan, my cousin. We got John here. We got Greg here. We had Kendrick on a little while ago. It was fun, however. We've done some great matches this afternoon, and we've gotten through a lot of the news today, so we're going to get uh, some of your uh, uh, take on some of these matches so far before uh, Dan gives us uh, his matches. So far, we've got the following. Superstar Billy Graham and Hulk Hogan in a steel cage. Who do you like? Superstar Billy Graham. 
All right. We got Chris Jericho versus Finn Balor. Y2J. All right. The Rock and John Cena versus Hulk Hogan and Bob Backlund. Hogan and Backlund. All right. Uh, we just came up. I just came up with this one: Arn Anderson versus Chris Jericho in a thirty-minute Iron Man match for the TV title. Arn Anderson. All right. We also got uh, a good one: Triple H, X Pac, and the Outlaws taking on Sting, Hall, Nash, and the Hogan. Hogan and Sting. Yeah. All right. And this is another good one. The Outsiders, uh, the Shield of Dean and Seth, taking on Raven and Sandman, a triangle match, if you will. Outsiders. All right. Uh, we also, let's see, what else? Guys, uh, help me out here. What other matches did we do today? We did uh, We did China and Eddie versus Taz and Beth Phoenix was another. China and Eddie. All right. Uh, John, what were some of your matches, if you can recall? My matchups were Kevin Nash and Kane. Yep, that's one. Um, Hold on to that one. Kevin Nash and Kane there, Gerard. We got that one. Big Sexy. All right, go on, John. Mm-hmm. Hard to pick. I know. We had Razor and Shawn Michaels one more time in the ladder. Greg picked that one. Razor Ramon. And, of course, we had Team WWE versus Team ECW versus Team WCW. Who's on the teams, though? Or are we just, you're just picking? It's just the feds. The feds. The feds in general. Uh, ooh. Jeez, uh, that one's a hard Oh, depends who's on which team, but uh, yeah. Well, we can come back if you want. I mean, that's that's not true. I can pick it. Uh, WCW. Uh, You're gonna take with Team WCW as well. Okay. Very good. Okay. Uh, another one we talked about, uh, we'll talk about in just a few minutes, however, is one that was very, very unique, however, and uh, Dan had some good ones, too. Dan, what were your matches again? I only had one so far, and it was uh, Flash Funk against Bad News Brown. Yes, Scorpio versus Bad News Brown. Uh, your thoughts about that one there, uh, Gerard? Uh, wow. That's a good matchup. Yes. Uh if you have chicken involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, bad news, Brown. All right. All right. Very good. Very good. And Greg just posted something in, and hey, yo, Scott Hall, the bad guy, talking about the new DVD that will be coming out later this year of Scott Hall, which would be a fantastic DVD. You can bet that most of the Scott Hall fans out there, all of us here, will begin our copy early and often. However, let's just say about that. Uh, Gerard, another thing we were discussing this afternoon about the whole China matter, however, uh, some uh, 
news about that. Nothing has been revealed yet, however, but they are still discussing it. And I asked everyone on the show, however, we kind of talked about it last week, and I want to ask you, point blank, uh, your thoughts about China's untimely passing, and do you think we'll ever see her in the WWE Hall of Fame? Well, it's very sad and very shocking uh, that China left us. Uh, Signs mm-hmm. are kind of there, though, in the video she was posting. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is this is uh, they didn't put her in the Hall of Fame when she was alive. They they shouldn't really put her in when she passed away because they didn't really want. And now I'm gonna say something that's gonna be Triple H and Stephanie. They were kind of bagging on her, and then as soon as she passed away, they mm-hmm. said that you know sad that she passed and everything and. Thinking that's kind of, but they probably will put her in now. But mm-hmm. I don't know. She was kind of going for it when she was alive. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Understandable. Understandable. And uh, we'll definitely keep our eyes and ears peeled on that without question. And like I said, only time will tell on whether or not that'll happen or not. Um, another thing, uh, like I said, however, we're going to get to. Well, actually, we'll go to your fancy matchups. Uh, your three fancy matchups that you have for us right now, and then then we'll hear Dan's. Uh, like I said, uh, second round, and then we'll go to his third round as well, and then get everyone's uh, take. So, uh, give us your three uh, fancy uh, round matches, starting off with the first round. What do you got in the first round for us today? Girl with uh, with Bam Bam, the blonde. I forget her name. Oh, uh, I know who you're thinking of. Um, shoot, I can't remember. Darn it! I know, I know, I I know who you're thinking of. Oh, it escapes me. I know who it was. I'm I'm thinking. I know who you're thinking. Yes, I know. Oh, Luna Vachon. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yes. All right, we're gonna have a tag team: Bam Bam and Luna versus. China and Eddie. Ooh, okay, that's a good one there, guys. What do you think? Uh, Bam Bam and uh, Luna, and Chad's already got his answer, Luna. So I'm gonna go with China and Eddie on this one. However, uh, let's uh, get your uh, take, uh, Dan. China and Eddie versus uh, Luna and Bammer. I'm going Luna and Bam Bam Bigelow. She was not. <laughs> All right, uh, John. Who do you like? Eddie and China. All right. And uh, Greg? Uh, China. All right. So, very good match there to start out there. Okay, for round one, of course. And Chad is now going to go with Eddie and China on that one. Okay, so very, very good opening uh, first match, if you will, believe it or not, here by uh, our own King, King NWO, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. All right, however, let us go to his second round uh 
match, however. And Dan had to go, so uh, unfortunately he probably had some obligation to fulfill. That's understandable. We want to thank the franchise for coming in for a little while and spending as much time as he could. Hopefully he'll call back again next week, and if not, we'll definitely catch him up on down the road. Okay, Gerard, uh, you're up for uh, match number two again. All right, guys, i got to get going. Oh, Greg's now got to go. Okay, Greg, all right. Uh, real quick, Greg, give us uh, your uh, thoughts about Raw and the rating tonight, if you could, please, sir. I hopefully it's a good show, and I make it like a, yeah, make it a good show and a lot of action. All right. Well, we'll catch up with you later this week. All right, have a good rest of the week, all right? You too. All right, talk to you soon. All right, folks, so the Big Diesel Gregory Kramer checking out for the night. However, of course, we want to thank him for coming on again, as always, however. We also want to thank the franchise, Dandy Gerolamo, for joining us. So now we are now back to within th- a big three again, if you will. We've had a lot of people here joining us this afternoon, Kimberly Roddy, Roddy K, of course, the lowdown himself, Kendrick Smith. And now we are with the bad guy himself, King NWO, Captain Unicorn, Captain Beer, as we like to call him all the time here, Gerard T. Smith, if you will. Okay. We are now moving along, however, so as we said, we're going into round number two with Gerard's pick, however, so Gerard, give us your second round pick, please. Um, Well, it hasn't happened, and I'll pick it before it happens. All right. Anderson and Gallows versus the Usos. Yes, which is tonight. Which is tonight. And we'll see that tonight on Raw in Hartford. Gerard, I don't think I have to ask you who's going to win, right? No. All right. I think that's unanimous for me. John, what about you? Um, I'm going with... I'm going with... Anderson and Gallows. All right, and we're going to get Chad's answer here momentarily, of course, so we will hear his answer, if you will, here in just a few minutes and get his answer. So, uh, again, a very, very, very good match there in uh, round number two for Gerard T. Smith, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Chad is going to go with the Bullet Club as well, so we're all going to go Bullet Club here in this one. Okay, and then we're going to go for uh, one more round, however, Mind you, however, for Gerard Howard, he has his third round for us, however, and we will hear his third round pick. Uh, Gerard, one more uh, pick in the third round. Who's your third round selection? Samoa Joe and Corbin versus Austin Aries and Bobby Roode in a tag team. Okay, very good match here, Gerard. Okay, uh, your winner, please. The Dirty Heels. The Dirty Heels, okay. I like how you say it. I'm going to go with them, too. Uh, John, who do you got? Samoa Joe and Baron Corbin. Okay, so you're not going to... You're going to take them as well, okay? And we're going to get Chad's answer here momentarily. So, uh, very good match here, uh, to say the least, so far, guys. Like I said, we are three rounds in. Uh, 
like I said, the only one who has not done a third round yet, I believe, however, is you, John, right? Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, we'll get to that in just a second. And um, Chad is going to go with Aries and Root, so he's going to go against us on this one. Okay. All right, so, John, let's get your third-round pick. We'll go one more round, however, and then we'll get everyone's raw ratings, however, and uh, main event predictions, and then I'm going to do one last plug that is kind of sentimental, and I think uh, you guys are going to like it. So let's get your final third-round pick of the day uh, there, John. We'll go into round four. Uh, My final third round will be uh, Kevin Owens versus versus, uh, Cactus Jack. Ooh, okay. Uh, Kevin Owens and Cactus Jack. Okay. Well, I'm not going to ask Gerard because I know who he's going to go with, however, so I think that's obvious. Uh, John, I think I think the same way goes for you, right? Yeah, Kevin Owens. And you know what? Chad says the same. I'm going to say KO, too. I think it's a unanimous choice. Now, if it was a... If it was like a hardcore match, it'd be really tough to call, but i got to go with KO. He's just too strong, and I think Mick has aged considerably. But take 15 years away from his career, however, and if this was back in the Attitude Era, this would be a real tough call to decide, however, because both would be very good in their own way. I mean, we know about Kevin Owens' history, of course, in Ring of Honor. He was in Japan. He was in Europe. He was in Mexico, I believe, however, he was very big in Japan, especially, and Ring of Honor, however, and I believe he was also big in Europe. So uh, he has had quite a career, to say the least, thus far. All right, guys, we're three rounds in. We're going to go to the fourth round. I think we need to hear Gerard, Gerard's answer. I, well, I already asked, I, I already th- we know who he's going with. It's obvious. I mean, you, we all took KO. Even Gerard knows who he took KO. Well, that's a no-brainer there, John. Uh, let's go to the fourth round, guys. We'll start with uh, you this time, John, for the fourth round, however, and give us our first pick in the fourth round, however. Who do you got? Hmm, the Dead Man and Kane versus Dallas and Anderson. Ooh, okay. The Bull Club power taking on the Brothers of Destruction. Okay, this is interesting. Who do you like in this one? Undertaker and Kane. I'm going to go with the Bullet Club. Gerard, I think, again, I don't have to ask, right? No. Okay. Very good match, John. I mean, this was a good match you picked, and we're going to hear Chad's answer here momentarily, however, and while Chad gives us his answer, uh, another thing we were talking about today, uh, Gerard, we kind of uh, touched upon it. We were talking about Prince, obviously. We also talked a little bit about uh, John Cena's big return, however, coming up, however, in late May, however. Your thoughts about John Cena returning on Memorial Day? Uh, well, it's good. He can rest up and uh, uh, and come back. Uh, some people, I guess, have missed him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, certainly. And uh, Chad says another draw, however. I mean, John, you picked an, I mean, He's got a lot of draws today, I mean, because we've all had some good matches, and it's it's been too close to call. Uh, I'm going to ask you point blank, Gerard, and I asked everyone's opinion. Who do you think Cena takes upon upon his return? I'm looking at someone like maybe like AJ Styles, maybe. What do you think? Uh, hmm. That would be a good question. Um, it would have to be a top heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Roman turns heel, he could face. It. Yeah, but we wouldn't want him facing him because yeah. he's going to go on a heel turn. Then he'd have to win. Uh, John Cena's not going to come back his first match and lose. Uh, right. I don't know. If, I don't know. Maybe a Sheamus or yeah. Maybe Owens again. It's possible, yeah, it's very possible, it's very possible, and uh, I uh, got predictions for everyone, and I know it's early, however, and you'll make your predictions obviously on Sunday too, however, on the uh, Revolution pre-show, however, for payback, I just want to get your answers quickly, uh, who do you like on Sunday in these matches, uh, Sammy and KO, we'll go over the matches one by one. All right. Chad thinks when Cena returns, he faces Finn Balor. See, I've been saying that, too, in the past, but I think they saved that for a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam. That would be a fantastic dream match right there if those two would lock horns. Um, okay, we got uh, Charlotte versus Natty. Charlotte. Dean and Jericho. Jericho. All right. Uh, what about Roman and AJ? Oh, this one's going to be a toughie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's going to be uh, so many veritables, like, it could turn out. Like, <laughs> I don't know which way they're going to go with it. Yep. Because uh, I've seen something today. They're going to turn AJ heel, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know who's going to go heel. I don't know who's going to be on whose side. Uh, Fine. Uh, but I'm thinking Roman's going to go heel. He kind of has to. Um, yeah. I'm going to pick... Uh, damn it. Uh, uh, All right, uh, we'll, uh, we're going to go with uh, the tag team term, uh, tournament, however. Who uh, meets uh, the New Day, the Vaudevillains or Enzo and Cass? Oh, the Vaudevillains, I guess, because the other, the other one's face, uh, unless New Day is going to go back heel. All right, um... All right, hold on a second. Sorry about that, Howard. All right, and uh, let's see. Have I forgotten any other matches? Let me think here. I'm trying to think if I forgot. You forgot Cesaro and Miz. Oh, yes. Yeah, Thank you, John. Cesaro and Miz. Yes, Cesaro and Miz. Who do you like in that one? Uh, another toughie. Uh, Cesaro. All right. And I think that's all we got for right now, right, John? I think that is it. Yep, it sounds right, however. Uh, we'll definitely, uh, Unless they do Corbin and Ziggler. Yeah, they could announce that tonight. That I was just thinking that tonight. Yeah, they could announce that tonight because uh, there has been some tease about that the last few weeks. Right? Or Apollo Crews against again one of the uh, social outcasts because Apollo Crews has been running through. Uh, 
Okay, however, Chad's got a good match here for round four, guys. However, again, we're going to have to keep an eye on those two matches if they announce them later this week on TV, either tonight or tomorrow, however, prior to Sunday. Uh, this could happen on TV first, he says, and this should be interesting. The Hart Foundation versus Devon and Bubba Ray. Very, very good match here by Chad. Uh, Chad, who do you like in this one? We will wait for your answer on this one. Let's see what he does here and uh, gives us his answer, however. Let's see here, and uh, we will be uh, waiting his word, however. And while we do that, ladies and gentlemen, again, do not forget, tomorrow night, uh, Gerard, myself, and the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, of course, will be back with another Wrestling Revisited moment, 139926 at 7 p.m. till 8 o'clock. Then at 9 o'clock, Gerard and I will be in the news desk, of course, and a part of the Revolution. Well, John has birthdays and dates in history on Revolution 138055 pound. And uh, he is going to go with the hearts in this one, of course. And, of course, as we said, we will have the Raw recap for you, and we will also preview SmackDown and NXT for this week. Also talk a little bit about payback and maybe have some other fun along tomorrow night's show. Uh, so that'll be coming up at 9 o'clock tomorrow night till around 11, 11.30. You can join Chad, Gerard, myself, Chad, possibly the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, Miss Madness herself, along with some other guests, including the Lowdown Man himself, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters, and maybe the JML Experience. He's going to go with the hearts here, guys. Who do you like in uh, this one? Uh, John, we'll start with you. The heart. Gerard? I'm going to go with the heart. And uh, that's pretty, okay. So uh, I was going to say, Greg and uh, our other panelists are gone. Usually I would ask them too, so uh, they're gone. Okay, very good match there uh, to start round four there. Uh, Chad, uh, Gerard, uh, we'll go to you next, however, for the first match of your uh, fourth round. Who do you like in this fourth round? All right. Um... X-Pac versus Ultimo Dragon. Ooh, okay. The Ultimo Dragon versus X-Pac here in a battle of cruiserweights here. I like this matchup. Who do you like? X-Pac. All right. Uh, John, who do you like? Six-Pac. You know, Six-Pac himself. See, I think X-Pac's good, but you know what? I think the Dragon and Sonny Ono have a few tricks up their sleeves, so I'm going to take the Ultimo Dragon, and Chad is going to go with X-Pac as well. So he's with you guys, however, in that one. Okay. So a uh, very good match here, guys, in round four. Uh, John, we'll go to you next for uh, your fourth round selection. Who do you got? For my last round, I will pick The Rock yes. versus... Versus Sting. Ooh, wow. Okay. Good match here. Rock versus the Stinger. Okay. Uh, who do you like? I'm going to go with the Rock. I'll stay with Sting because I've always been a Sting guy. And so will Chad. Gerard, Rock, and Sting. Who do you got? Sting. All right. Very good match, John. Okay. 
Here's my final match of the afternoon, guys, and this is going to be a good one. We will put a six-person six cruiserweight title battle royal, sort of like a ladder match in a way, however, with the cruiserweight title. Ladder match will be indeed. And while we do that, uh, Gerard, could you handle the plug real quick? I'll be right back in a second. Yep. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. Color ID is one three eight seven four four. Press pound. Press one, and you can talk to the boss, Chad Hinshaw. You can talk to the human suplex machine, John Gross, or you could talk to the Iceman, JD, or you can even talk to me, King NWO. GTS. <clears throat> okay, I'm back. Thank you very much, sir, Gerard. Okay, guys. And Gerard was just giving you the plug there, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, here's my match. Six-person ladder match, cruiserweight title on the line. We'll have Rey Mysterio, Eddie, Ultimo Dragon, Jujin Liger, Spike Dudley, and we're going to throw in Tajiri. So, choose wisely, guys. Who is your winner, however? Gerard, we'll start with you. Tajiri. All right, John. Latino Heat! All right, and... uh, All right, so... Let's see here. Okay, oh, I'm just just telling this up right now. Just bear with me here, guys, and I'm gonna get. Uh... Okay, so let's see what Chad has to say as we uh, already got our, our participants in the fray. However, let's see. So one, for, so one for Tajiri, one for Dragon. You got Eddie, and let's see what uh, he has to say. And we will get his answer momentarily. And uh, as we said, do not forget, Wednesday night, you can join Gerard and myself, of course, on the debate show. We will continue on, however, with the Monday Night War. That will be on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time until 9, pounds on that show. He's going to go with Ray Jr. in this one. Okay, very interesting. So, good matches all around, guys, here in an upset, however, mind you, however, but... Uh, let's see who he went with. I did not get an answer. Let's see what he has to say, however, mind you, however, as the last person standing. Now, don't forget, of course, this Saturday night, 138982, you can join Gerard and myself and his co-host, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, if you will. They will talk about Raw, SmackDown, NXT. They will give you their thoughts on the latest news and, of course, give you a preview of Payback. And then next week, folks, we'll give you our Payback afterthoughts as well as recap of the NFL draft. That should be a very interesting weekend coming up, as well as news on the NHL playoffs, as well as the NBA playoffs that has been going on. And any other news that's going on, we'll definitely touch upon that during episode uh, next week with episode 41. And Chad originally was debating between Ray, was torn between Ray and Spike. Originally he said Ray, then he went with Spike, but now he's going to go back with Ray, so there's your answer, Ray Jr. Okay, guys, again, very, very good matches this afternoon from everyone, of course. We want to thank, again, our colleagues, of course, for joining us today. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we want to thank Gerard T. Smith, the bad guy, King Beer, King NWO joining us here, as well as the human suplex machine, John Gross, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw in the chat box, as well as the last kicker, Emery Reckenbach. We want to thank her for coming on for a few minutes. We also want to thank the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, as well as the franchise, D&D Girolamo, and Rowdy Rowdy K also hopping on for a few minutes. But before we go and call it a day here, I want to be a little sentimental here on episode 40 as I usually am at times. I want to thank first off, of course, Gerard as well as Chad and Michelle for letting me and John and Gregory Kramer, the big diesel, who also want to thank today for coming on in. So he joined us for most of the show days he does every Monday for giving us a chance to do this show every Monday afternoon from 3 to 5 o'clock. We've had a good time so far for 40 weeks, however, making you happy by giving you our inside knowledge and thoughts as well as having fun and with games and all sorts of crazy shenanigans, but also sometimes being very serious about the sport that we uh, are fans of, and that is pro wrestling power. So as I said, and Chad is going to tell us before we go, however, his raw rating for tonight is 2.6. Roman versus Big E is his main event tonight. So there you go. Very interesting twist there as far as the main event goes. So thank you very much, Chad. We wanted to hear your raw rating prediction, so uh, thank you for that. But as I said earlier, folks, I want to thank Chad, Gerard, and Michelle, mostly Gerard and Chad, along with MLD, for getting the chance to give me and John to come on to their show 40 episodes ago and debuting with this new show, however. It's been a fun ride so far. We've enjoyed every moment of it, however, and uh, we hope to continue to uh, make you happy and stronger each and every week by letting us listen making you guys listen to our show. But like I said, for you three guys to give us a chance to let us do the show, I could not have named three better people than give us a chance. So Gerard, from the bottom of my heart, and I know Greg speaks as well as John do, thank you very much for letting us do this for 40 weeks. It's been a great ride so far. We hope to continue to make you proud in the future as well as everyone else. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so with that said, now we're going to do Raw rating and main event predictions. However, uh, mind you, Chad gave us his thoughts. However, John or Greg gave us his thoughts. However, mind you, however, uh, and Chad says, thank you very much for my words. Keep up the good work. I will definitely do that, Chad. But like I said, I want to thank you and Gerard and Michelle, as I said, for uh, me and Gerard and Greg getting a chance to do this show. Mostly me and John and Lynn Greg come on a part of the show, as well as our rest of our panel, including Gerard, Kendrick, Roddy Roddy K, Jeff Teeters, the JML Experience, Ronda Rush Wright, and of course the last kicker, Amory Reckenbach, as well as the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and whoever else calls in, including some surprise people along the way. So, we will definitely talk to you tomorrow night, Revolution Chad. Thank you very much uh, for joining us today. Uh, John, we'll let yourself uh, close yourself out real quick. Howard, what is your raw rating tonight and main event prediction? My raw rating will be Rain versus. Reigns and AJ teaming up to take on either the League of Nations, either Rusev or Del Rio, or Rusev or Sheamus, or Del Rio or Sheamus. Okay. And we know last week's Reign were not that strong. They struggled last week on a tape delay, 2.3. Do they pick it up this week? Yeah, they'll pick it up, 2.7. All right. Gerard, let's go to you next. Your raw rating and main event prediction, please. Uh, 2.7. Six. Mm-hmm. And since they announced it and they kind of built it up, I'm going to go with Gallows and Anderson versus the Uso in the main event. All right. You know what? I'm going to go with them, too, and I think they go up from 2.6. I think they go to a 2.75 this week. I think they have to spike it up a little bit, so we'll see what happens. Of course, not much going on tonight except maybe the NBA playoffs and, of course, the NHL postseason. 
Uh, just about wrapping up the first round. Of course, the second round is just around the corner. The Penguins, of course, playing the Capitals. The Islanders getting ready to play host to Tampa Bay. They beat the Florida Panthers last night in double overtime in that one. I believe there's one more hockey game tonight, and I think that's Anaheim and Nashville, if I'm not mistaken, in that series. So we're definitely going to have to keep an eye on that. But again, we will be checking back in with you again next week on Episode 41 with Payback, Afterthoughts, and everything. But don't forget... Call us here, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID number one three eight seven four four. Next Monday we will be here at three o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're here each and every Monday. Of course, all of our shows are on talkshow.com. Revisit it, the debate, revolution, attitude radio, of course, and in the outlook as well. So again, for my colleagues, the bad guy himself, Gerard T. Smith, the human suplex machine, John Gross, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw in the chat box, the last kicker, Emery Reckonbach, the franchise, Andy Girolamo, Kendrick the Lowdown Smith, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and of course the big diesel, Gregory Kramer, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Iceman saying so long for now. John's gonna take us out with some music. We hope you enjoyed our show today. You hope we also hope I said I meant to say hope. I meant to say we hope you enjoy the rest of your day as well as your rest of the week, however. We'll check back in with you soon, however. And John's going to take us out with a very bittersweet tribute to the late great Prince, however, who passed away earlier this week with one of his greatest hits, Little Red Corvette. So, John, cue that up for us. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night, everyone. John, take us out, please. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.